Biatch. <laughs> Are you talking to me, Tony? I don't know what's going on. We've right. just been, well, we we've had... been singing and dancing over here for the past 15 minutes. No, you guys have been howling like cats. We've been it's singing been... some Four Seasons. For you just joining us, thank you. The good thing wait, about Wait, wait, hold on. on. Tony, Tony. Are we officially starting the show? No, we're we pre-streaming. Are, we, we are pre-streaming. Well, is Tony, that what that is? I was wondering why I was feeling moist down there. And I know that there. we're like almost 10 minutes in, but we had a connectivity issue. Tony and I did a wonderful rendition of Frankie Valli's uh, in the Four Seasons wonderful, Ragdoll. Ragdoll. Wonderful is then a we, stretch. Then we did a little Howlin' Wolf, Smokestack Lightning. Oh, man. And then we got into this, that we dipped into the 90s a little bit. We went to the Real McCoy, come and get your love. And the best part is White Claw is announcing today they have a new Tony, flavor collection. Stop Sorry, the start of the show. <laughs> well, this show to... always is no. on, Robin. This show doesn't need an informal introduction. People well, are like, what the heck is going one. on back there? It's All right, can you play one. the damn open then? Here we go. Play the damn open. Start some bitch. <laughs> Here we go. Good God. Somebody's favorite radio program. Yes, yes, yes. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle-lang-lang. Won't you call you on the telephone, baby? I'll give you a ring. But Crank that son of a bitch up, Robin. It sounds low to me. Same old thing. I got a She said, don't hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. You're listening to Tony Bruno, unfiltered, uncensored, unintelligible. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Here is Tony Bruno. Oh, my. If I felt any better today, I would feel myself up right outside on a beautiful, almost spring day. We're going to set our clocks forward, right? We're going to move forward forward. this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, meaning that it'll be light later than 6 o'clock. So that means that we are going to lose an hour of sleep. I'll give up an hour for more light. I know. Bring me the light, baby. Show me the light. Don't go to the light. The the Daylight Saving Summer series, that's where it should just stay all year long. Yep. It was they never ever Wawa fall back. this year, the Daylight Summer series special? Yeah, it right starts now. around Hoagie Fest. <laughs> it just needs to stay like this all day long, people. I love it. People complain just, about it. Can we just refuse? Can we just all get together and refuse to allow the clock to fall back in the fall? How, how are we going to refuse, Robin? Are we going to have a revolution? No, we're There's just... going to be a revolution uh, in November when the election comes This is again. what we do. We say, no, I'm sorry. I'm not allowing the clock to go back. And exactly. so when, when your you're em- ahead. keep them ahead. And when your employers say you're late, I'm like, no, I'm not. I didn't change my clock. I refuse. You I'm, want me late I'm, or you want me seasonally depressed? Yeah. Which one do you want? And I, I will be staying an hour later, but I'm not coming in when you say it's 7 o'clock. I'm coming in when it's my time, 7 o'clock. I am pissed off. Uh, everybody just relax. I, I'm trying to figure out why I'm in such a great mood today. Because we were singing and dancing before the yeah, show. Yeah, that's always good. Music is, uh, is the... Is the antiseptic. Well, because you let it all out yesterday. Well, I did. I did have a... It got really, really, yeah, really... There was a bit really, of a connection really, in here. Very, very Oh, no, you, you didn't experience the uh, later oh, on. It was... That was yeah. just the build-up. I want nuclear, as yeah. some people nuclear. say. People who can't say nuclear, they say nuclear. And there was a lot of shit going down. But as I do, as a professional, I snapped out of it, as Cher once said. <laughs> Snap out of Nicolas it. To Nicolas Cage in the movie Moonstruck. And I Not didn't moonshine, even have... shine. What? I didn't even have to slap him. Snap out of it! Although it it was really tempting. <laughs> Did you get to the storage unit? How oh, hell no! no. Wait, I have wait. I have breaking news right now, ladies. This is legit. No, it's not about Elizabeth Warren. We'll get to that in a moment. According to Andrew Marchand, who was one of the great media writers. 
for the New York Post, who has real connections with real people. He says ESPN is planning to attempt to trade. Now, we have a sports trade, but not involving athletes. Involving it's a them. broadcaster trade proposal. No! Yeah, remember John Gruden was traded. Mm-hmm. As a coach. Yeah. You can trade broadcasters? Well, Apparently let so. Let me just read the story, Robin. ESPN plans to attempt to trade for NBC's Al Michaels to work with Peyton Manning for Monday Night Football. Dude. Now, you know that ABC was trying to get Tony Romo, right? Yes. To leave CBS and go be the Monday night guy in the booth. But now, apparently, according to Andrew Marshawn in the New York Post, this is breaking news. The Post has learned they're looking for a dream team. Sort of like Vince, Vince uh, Young. Vince Young was right. talking about dream teams. Get except- Ronnie Brown. He's not doing anything right now. No, exactly. So thinking large and outside the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Al Michaels, who was on Monday Night Football when he worked for ABC, remember? Mm-hmm. Then went to NBC and got the Sunday night gig. So they want to now pull out all the stops. Let's make Monday night football great again. Let's try. I think Trump's going to come out with that later on today. He's going to have a, a campaign rally somewhere. And Anyway, so they also had interest, besides Peyton Manning, in Philip Rivers as a possible Monday night analyst. Pretty much saying that he, he's, but Rivers he says he's going to play again. He's going to sit there and throw interceptions all day long. No, he's, he's, he says he's going to play. I don't think Philip Rivers. No, is he's going to play mix. again. Somebody's going to sign him, right? Yeah, he's going to play again. You don't think somebody signs oh, him? Oh yeah, he's going to play. Yeah, that's not the question. Somebody will sign him. He may want to play, but does that mean that he's going to play? You would think with all these teams desperate for quarterbacks, whether they're starters or backups, Philip Rivers is going to be in the mix. Yeah, he'll be in the mix. Somewhere. In the mix, and so that's the big story right now. People already know since Tony Luigi's got his flyer shirt on. Yes, he does. He's flyered up. He's flyered up. It's about damn time. And I want to welcome. And as I've said many, many times before, and I even understand how some uptight program directors at sports radio stations don't want to talk about hockey because they got their little PPM machines on. And if somebody actually calls in and talk about hockey, one person who hates hockey tunes out. And then the whole radio station blows up, and then they fire the entire staff, and everybody gets let go. And then they put a syndicated show on and hire some guy for $12 an hour to sit and babysit a board somewhere, sitting alone in a darkened room. I know that's how it works. But anyway, I digress. So that's the big story in the broadcasting world. The big story, of course, in the political world. And again, I don't like to do political updates, but we are now – I don't. I don't. We don't talk about politics on the show unless it's relevant. And now, yeah, ladies okay. and gentlemen, we have another dropout today. Somebody else. No, not the show at the beginning when we couldn't get connectivity. That was a dropout. Yeah, that was a really bad job. That happens occasionally with the intranet. But Elizabeth Warren, ladies and gentlemen, in case you missed it, Elizabeth Warren decided to pack up the old TP, grab some pow-wow chow, Pour yourself and your husband a nice beer. Remember the video where she opened mm-hmm. a beer and then she drank it? Did she do it by smoke signal? No, the smoke signals that went out early this morning. All eyes were looking at Massachusetts, where nevertheless, never the, remember, nevertheless she persisted when Hillary uh, lost. Mm-hmm. And so I sent a nice little message to Elizabeth Warren because I don't hate these people. I don't care about any of this stuff. You sent a nice message to her? I sent her, not even a smoke signal. Okay. I just wrote on her feed, nevertheless... You still finish third in your home state. And I just want to give her the kind of love that she deserves. Hey, she showed. Let's give her a roaring round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Elizabeth Warren, take a bow. 
And I was thinking of what kind of song would be appropriate because it's always about songs in the show. Of course. Well, always so she's out. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're scoring at home, congratulations. It is a Thirsty Thursday. Is it Super Thursday still, or is that over? So we are now left, we as Americans, are left. And I, this, is probably, I, this is why I think I'm, I'm feeling happy today. Because I now know that the three people who are left to run for president in the November election are all at least a decade older than me. <laughs> plus. And so when you're going to say, okay, boomer to me. Right. Those guys are, like, old enough to be my father. And I'm supposed to be an old dude, and I'm supposed to be, you know, boomer. But just think of this now. The last three guys, Trump is what, 74, 75? Uh, is he that old? Bernie yeah, Sanders is 78. Joe Biden is 77. So for all of this going crazy for the last three years, for all of this last 25 candidates down to now two. Actually, there's Trump three. is 73. So Trump's 73. Sanders is 78. And Biden's 77. And if he wins in November, he will be 78 at Inauguration Day. Because Trump's born a day after me, except much older. He's right. born in 46. I was born in 52. But he's born on June 14th. I was born on June 13th. So all three guys left in this race are all, forget about boomers. Are they octogenarians or septagenarians? Septa. Is that a transformer? They, no, septagenarians, you get a set, transpass. Right. Septagenarians and then you go, They're all eligible for the, for the free rides on septa, just like exactly. I am. Exactly. Octa, like octopus, means eight. Like octomom? Yes, eight. <laughs> Octopussy? Yep. The great Bond, Bond film? Septagenarian means what now, Robin? Seven. Oh, okay, yeah. I, right, I'm joking, sense. Robin. I'm trying to turn it into a transportation joke here. I took my Latin. Thank you very much. It's all Greek to me, baby. I used to know Latin. When I was a kid, back when the priest didn't face the audience, the audience, the audience. when the priest was th- had his <laughs> Good back. Good everybody. Let's what? make some noise. Come on. Let's make some noise now. Bless me, Father. You know, you had to learn Latin when I was an yeah. altar boy. Yeah. You had to learn Latin, and the priest didn't face the church. He was looking. He had his back turned to all our sons of bitches. Right. That's what's all the sinners. I always had to He's look at the, the priest's ass. I didn't want to see the pri- priest's back. No, he wanted to see you. <laughs> Judas, priestess. But anyway, yes, Maude Adams was hot in Octopussy. Remember Maude Adams, Robin? How can anybody named Maude be hot? Ma- look up Maude, Maude Adams. Maude. 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 M-A-U-D-E. Maude Adams. She was Maude. one of the Bond girls. Bond. James. Gold Bond. She was Medicated hot. pal. She was, she was not American. I didn't say she was American. Maud Solveig She's a speed. Christina Adams. She's Swedish. Me Wikström. Swedish. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You know, that's what, by the way, all Bond chicks are hot. They don't get some hag and throw her out there. No, no. You know what I'm saying? She I even hate. looked great when she was older. I mean, she aged gracefully. And no, she wasn't on the show Maud. That's, that's not the same. Right, I was going to say there was a show called Maud. <laughs> you know what it is? It's those cheekbones. You yes. think of all the all the different. Bo and that's Derek, what really. That's what really. Bo Derek had the cheekbones. Yes, and so did Elizabeth Warren, and her grandmother told her that the high cheekbones meant that she, in fact, was Native American. Well, Captain apparently Lush. she was Swedish because look at the cheekbones here. I saw an IKEA. Where she was standing in line with me the other day, looking for meatballs and lingonberry sauce. You know what happens when you get older and you're out of the mix? Because obviously, how old is Maude Adams now, Robin? Is she still alive? I think so. Why? Just because she's older, she's going to be dead. She is. She's 75 years old. She's 75 years old. She's old enough to be president or vice president I of know the United States. Who's, whose confirmation name is Maude? 
Maud? Yeah. It's a good name. It's a Swedish name. Wait, I wait, think. wait. Your confirmation isn't your confirmation name something you choose? Yeah. Not anymore. You so used why to. Why would you choose Maud? Yeah, it's sentimental value. Man. I mean, I, no offense to all the mods out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. But all you Gertrude, you're good. If your no, name that's is my grandma. Gertie, Gertrude, uh, does anybody name their kids Gertrude my anymore? My grandmother's name was Gertrude. Yeah, but your grandmother's a hundred over a hundred years old. No well, shit, that's dead. my point. <laughs> she's dead. But no, I would never like that. Was not a name that was even for one iota Mabel. considered for any of my kids. Sorry, Grandma, but Gertrude was not going to be even a middle name. Like oh, Gertz. No. No. Gertie? My daughter's name is Kimberlyn, and we named her middle name Louise after a grandmother. Gertrude was not Kimberlyn. an option. Not Hurdy, Gertie, Hurdy, Gertie, man. Ethel, Edith. Yeah, and by no. the way, as you know, I've been doing this for decades in my sports world life. What do I do when somebody is eliminated or somebody is a, you know, is a playoff series oh, yeah. or somebody's season comes to an end? <laughs> no, I always give everybody a but. But what do I say? We would like, like to, to thank, thank such and such a team for participating in this year's whatever, NBA, Playoffs, NHL, regular MLB. So this isn't something new. And I'm going to be, remain consistent. I am going to thank Elizabeth Warren for participating in the 2020 presidential election. And I think we should play this Tony, lovely song, Robin. You have codec. not changed it to your codec. Still loud to hear it, though. How long Everybody. has he been doing this? Happy trip. Tony. I'm doing it, Robin. Stop the seat. Why don't you just stop? Until we meet again. Happy. It's on, Robin. Happy trip. Sing it, Roy. Where is Trigger in there? Wasn't that the horse? No, it's everybody on Twitter. Well, everybody's triggered, yeah. All the Elizabeth Warren fans are twist triggered now. How about Dale belting it out? Happy trails to you until we meet again. Everybody whistle now. Get out! Get out! Oh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't whistle like that. Oh, listen to that guitar. We just went to Roy Rogers last week and got some horsey sauce. Yes. The Fixin's Bar? It's fantastic. At the Fixin's Bar, baby. I almost, I almost had it there. Just put your lips together and blow, folks. Almost. All right, everybody. One more time. Happy trails to you till we meet again. And furthermore, wait a minute. Let's get this party started now, everybody. The quintessential wedding song. I'll baby. send this out to all my Apache Nation. Kimosabi, jump on it now. For your girl, Elizabeth Warren. Come on, baby. Let's get this party started right here, right now. Ho! Ho! ho. I ain't no ho. Okay, gotta gotta get the hips going. Get the hips going. Come on. Hanto, jump on. Hanto, jump, jump on him. Jump on him. <laughs> Let's see those hips. Kimo Sabe. Kimo Sabe. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Apache. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. 
Cherokees, anybody, all of my random men. Is this song racist, by the way? Hell yeah! <laughs> Extremely! All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, come on, Robin. Everybody to try Chris, to get Chris up. Chris F20. What the F is going on here? Robin Ahontis. We were thanking Elizabeth Warren for participating. Right, so all we're doing is showing love. I do, do it every love? time. I do it to everybody. Everybody in sports, she gets the same treatment. So mm-hmm. is that picking on Elizabeth Warren? And by the way, congratulations, Jim Kenny. Take another L, brother. Philadelphia mayor. And remember DA Larry Krasner, our two favorite law enforcement and city leaders who went up to New Hampshire and went to bingo halls with senior citizens trying to trying to get people to vote for Elizabeth Warren. The Philadelphia mayor and the Philadelphia, this is not a joke. I know. They went to New Hampshire and spent a week up there stumping. In fact, Krasner was standing on a, on a folding chair trying to talk to old people in some bingo hall. I'm not making this stuff up. Look it up. This is a fact-based show. But I also want to do something a little more fitting. Because Elizabeth Warren, say what you want about her. You could support her. I don't care who you support. But the one thing that she did that really irks me. No, it's not. This is fact. (laughs) Because to me, the people who should be the most offended about one of the things that she did and then said that she had a, remember she did the whole DNA test and had a phone call and the whole bit. <laughs> and then she found out the bottom line is that's fraud. Listen, all politicians do stupid stuff and say stupid stuff to get elected. Mm-hmm. I'm not singling one person out. But for all these people saying, you know, she was the, she was the candidate we needed. And she, did, she finished third in her own. St- you got to win the home games. Even the Sixers know you got to right, win exactly. the home games. Exactly. <laughs> She can't win on the road, but if you finish third place at home, what is that, doesn't that tell you that you just don't have the juice? Yeah. Now, bring this up, Robin, because I have another song. I want to do this for all the real, real Native Americans out there. This is real Native American music, and I love this kind of music. This is totally chill. Because this is real. Have you ever been to a powwow? I had powwow chow. I bought it from Elizabeth Warren's cookbook which he stole from some guy in New York. And Pow Wow Chow has nothing to do with Native American food, by the way. No? No. I've been really lucky now. I I do have American Indian blood in me. Um, right, did you have a DNA died. test? Yeah, and I and I do have, a, it's it's a little bit more than Elizabeth Warren, but not by much. Is it more than one, one, two thousand, twenty, uh, yes, zero, 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 two, four? The only part Indian I I'm have like, is I've been scouting multiple my, times. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. My mother is 164, so I'm one... 128? Is that right? Yeah. 1128th. One, 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 that counts? It doesn't count as far as, like, I would not be able to say that I'm American Indian, but oh, okay. I know that I'm 1128th. One, one, um, and I've been to a powwow for the Sioux tribe, and it's really powerful. It's very, if anybody gets a chance to go, not to one of the touristy ones, but no. a real one, and you have to be respectful because it's a. Absolutely. It's a. Uh, very traditional religious holiday and, and the powwows are it's very cool this is also cool late at night when yeah, you're sitting around chill. you want to chill mm-hmm. I put this on in my car because I have the album I have a lot of Native American albums on CD yes Tony really loves his music you go like when Robin and I go beat. to Arizona you go to the you go out into the desert where there's a lot of tribes California Arizona and, and all you the, sit uh, back and you chill and you watch these people they're the real Original Americans, Isn't the Native base, Americans. Man. 
Chris F29. My ex-wife was part of the Sioux Drive. She sued the shit out of me. <laughs> I got a Jeep Cherokee, and that's more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. My Jeep Cherokee is more Cherokee than Elizabeth the Warren. Sioux Drive. She sued the shit out of me. <laughs> By the way, our buddy AJ in San Antonio said he'll be in Moab in Utah next week. Ah, cool. If you seriously, if you like to travel like we do, and you go to different states, and you go to some Indian reservations, I don't mean the casinos; those aren't in, even though they are on reservation Reservations. land. A lot of these casinos, you know that, Robin. Yeah. I know the, the Native American casinos that you see, whether it's California, Connecticut, where the biggest ones are. That's part of an Indian reservation, mm-hmm. and those people work. And they, they, that's their job. That's their life. And so I respect real Native Americans. I don't respect people who are trying to get advantage in life claiming right. that they're Native Americans. TVV says my grandpa, my grandpa was Chief Knocker Up. <laughs> now, Chief Nakahoma, now he's not around anymore no, either. Not. No, they aborted not. him in Atlanta because they've realized after all these years it's that a guy a named bit. Chief Nakahoma right. was probably not real. Right? right, and then you know the the most famous Indian that we all see because you see the GIF is the guy with the remember they did the, the, crying, the litter drop the, crying the, the litter the litter campaign it was an anti litter campaign guy wasn't even Indian in real the guy was Italian exactly he was Italian he Yo. wasn't even Indian the guy Yo. with the crying tears yes he was Italian he's an Italian dude who was more Native American than Elizabeth Warren it doesn't make any damn sense <laughs> not Tuckahoe New Jersey or Ramapo these are all Indian That's names not how by the way. It works. That's not how any of this works. Do you realize that most of the towns in, like, in New Jersey and Pennsylvania are based on Native American names? Yeah. Wissahickon. You look yep. around at all the de- Bird Tuck-a-ho. in hand, I don't know if that's anything. Okay, Tuck-a-ho. hold on a second. Just, just, just in Kissing case me. people don't know what we're talking about, this is that commercial. This is the original Keep America Beautiful commercial with a crying Indian. Giveaway, there was a cannoli in the front of that canoe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Italian flag swinging from the back. And I can remember these. I smell the Jakar from here. <laughs> the funny thing is, that canoe had T tops. <laughs> now, this is back when? In the 70s? Yeah. 70s, yeah, 70s. And then he's, he's canoeing, and then he comes up on the beach. I think that's Walla Wood. Some people have a deep, abiding respect for the natural beauty that was once this country. And some people don't. People start pollution. People can stop it. There's the tear. There's the tear. Yes, it is. That was, those were great public service announcements. Yes, they were. They need to bring those back. That dude was so much better than Smokey the Bear. Nobody believes Smokey Nobody the Bear. Smokey the Bear. No. Only and you, what, and you know what the difference? Fire. Here's the great thing about Smokey the Bear when we were growing up about you know, only you can prevent forest fires. fires, reminding people who are starting fires in the woods to douse the flames and put it out. Imagine that we have to tell these people. And now, what, 40 years later, people are still littering. They're still starting fires in the wilderness, causing massive destruction because some moron throws a cigarette out where all the, all the roads are dry and all the timber's there. A lot of these California wildfires are started by people throwing cigarette butts out the window. Yep. And everything's so dry that it's going to catch on fire. Yeah, no, so I all mean, these years later, after the crying Indian, after Smokey the who, Bear. Who, by the way, portrayed Iron Eyes Cody on the Bob Hope uh, specials. Yes. And his full name in real life was Espera Oscar de Corti. 
Not the Curto. Not Luisa. No. Not, not, not Luigi Curto. Not Luigi Curto. No. What was his name again? Di Curti. Espera Oscar Di Corti. That's not how it's pronounced. You sound like you're at a, you're an Italian restaurant or trying to pretend you're Italian. Well, I am. Because I'm not. Iron Eyes Cody. Okay, how do you pronounce not it? Not Iron Eyes Espera Yeast, Oscar I think. That was a different quote. Espera Oscar Di Corti. But you're not saying. Well, say it then. It's right there. I don't see it. I have to read it from the uh, name. I can't see it that Come on, Luigi. Right there. It's on the side. Where it says Iron Eyes Cody. And it says full name under nationality. Oh, Espera Oscar de Corti. You what? Espera, espera, espera. Trying, I was trying to be fancy with my That's rolling That's not the Italian. You can't even do a good Italian accent. Well, no. You're I fired. never claim to be. What's the matter with What's you? What's the matter with you? It's easy. <laughs> you can just put your hands up. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Joe and Philly I says, need... does everybody, Joe and Philly says, does everybody remember the Godzilla versus Smog monster from the 1970s? That was the anti-pollution message. Godzilla? We, well, he took on Godzilla everybody. Godzilla versus Smog monster. Godzilla took on. He was like, the, you know, he's like. Like a WWE champion. You know, like the great boxers. They're mm-hmm. not afraid of anybody. No. You're going to take on everybody. Godzilla probably has beaten more mutants and different life forms all over the world than right. anybody. And how many times has he destroyed Tokyo? Oh, And how many times, times do they build it back up? We will rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, it's Godzilla. Godzilla. Run, Godzilla. it's Godzilla. I used to have that in my machine. Run, it's Godzilla. But you don't get you can't say the L. Gazira. 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 I know, but I don't want to make people think that I'm racist. This thing was ten foot tall. So now people are attacking me on Twitter, which hey, I, yeah, I beautiful. You hair. know what they're attacking me for? Which is this? This is just shows you talk about trigger, which is the horse of Dale mm-hmm. Rod, Dale Evans, and Roy Rogers. And by the way, we did go, and the only place you see Roy Rogers now, by the way, rest or in rest stops mm-hmm. on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. There are no more like Roy Rogers stores like you used to see at McDonald's or. Anything? They used to be everywhere. Now the only place you find them is in rest stops on the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, it sucks, man. And you get a good roast beef in there. And then you go to the Fixin's Bar. Yeah. That's and you get the horsey, horsey sauce. sauce. Oh, It's been a while. Yeah. Man. So, eh, <laughs> Stevie V, Godzilla's my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> God. Isn't it about time for such a fake laugh? Isn't it about time for another Godzilla reboot? I mean, it's only been like a year and a half. Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, those things have those things have jumped the shark. But the one thing about Godzilla, they'll always make another one. Yep, he'll always come back. There's been like 50 Godzilla movies, right? Oh, I would almost think that there's more than that. That's just in Japan. I'm talking about the Americanized versions. I've never seen one. Are you serious? I've never seen a Godzilla. Oh man, really? I have to give you one. Not even the newer ones. No. Not Mothra? Were you not a Mothra fan? Mothra? What the hell is Mothra? I, I love okay, when you go on looking. I just, Godzilla, Godzilla, I, just there have been fr- I just watched my first episode 36, of Star Trek last night. 36 too. Godzilla movies. 36? Yeah. God damn. That's a lot of lizard, man. That's like three dozen all day long, bro. exactly three dozen. <laughs> Jackass. I love it. But listen to all the people that Godzilla's taken out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> As he fought Chuck Norris, I'll take Chuck Norris. He did not. I'll take not. Chuck Norris in that That's fight. why he never went against Chuck exactly. Norris. Exactly. Even after he got his hairpiece, he wouldn't take on Chuck okay, Norris. Chuck Norris doesn't sleep. He waits. All right? Mothra. You had... Uh, I don't even remember so many of them. I'm Godzilla, man. That guy has legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiny arms. 
legs. Yeah, no he's reach. got the little. He's got, the he's got little. no reach. He's got no reach. He's got no reach. He's got no reach. His vertical reach is not good. No, it's, it's terrible. He wouldn't dunk. See, he would be able to play basketball in the modern-day NBA. Right. Because all he could do is just go to the hoop. That's it. And then jump up high because he is Godzilla after all. And then just dunk and pull the whole rim down like a Chocolate Thunder used to do back in the day. Good old Daryl D. Daryl Dawkins. I need to, maybe I need to watch these. Rodan uh, was another big one. Not the Rodan Museum, of course. And fuck the that place. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You didn't work at the Rodan. You worked at the Academy. I was in charge of all of it. The Rodan, the, uh, which, the, the Perlman building and the museum. I was in Did the Ro- the does the Rodan Museum here actually have an inside, or is mm-hmm. it just yeah, going No, they have small. the thinker outside. See, it's smart. It's called, well, they have you the put gates, the most famous piece outside. The gates Rodan's. of hell they have on the The gates of hell are inside. No, yeah. that's outside. The gates of hell is a big, big... I bronze. know what it is. I'm saying at the Rodan Museum in Philly, uh, now like on the Stanford campus where we went, where they had the gates of hell, it, um, isn't that on the Stanford campus? Yes, and it's outside as well. It's outside. But I'm saying what they did at the Rodan Museum, because here on Philly on the parkway, it's pr- pretty much Museum Row. Correct. All the great the museums. The barns is down there. And then it ends up with the art museum, or as people call it, the Rocky Steps. Right. That's the only way. It's amazing that people know the art museum as the Rocky well, you Steps. Better, you better go see them soon because they're going to be gone very soon. Who, the Rocky? The Rocky Steps will be gone. No. Mm-hmm. Is this breaking news? Not- they're drilling a hole straight through the middle of them. Why? Because they're putting a tunnel entrance in there. But that doesn't mean they have to get rid of the steps. No, but they're going to gonna have like a trap door. You lift it up and the truck goes in there and boom. Hey, you'll rock. Hey, you'll rock. <laughs> then they take that stinking statue. It's, out, it's already off the steps. I know it's okay. off the steps. I know where it is. Okay. How many times have I been by there? I need to. I'm, I, I'm bummed because it hasn't snowed this year. Hopefully, they're not going to ruin the steps until I have a chance to sled down them. I've been wanting to do it ever You're not since. allowed to sled down them. Oh, screw that. All right, I'm yeah, just like you're not it. allowed to, t- to use the p- fountains Robin, as a bathing, as a ba- bathing uh, salon. I still got a lot of friends in there. I can make some calls. I can make sure that 29, the roving security, just kind of. Goes around the yes. building for a little while. When we have a good, the next time we have a good snow, I'm hoping it's before they demolish those steps because I. We're not going to have snow now until next December. I know. Or January. So when is this this tunnel supposedly going? to I don't know, Luigi. I don't want any. Is this fake news? Because I want to know. No, no going right we the did the story, Tony. I don't know how you're not remembering yeah. this. Hey. Oh, whoa! Cat fight. Is that real? I got domestic fight? dispute. Yep. Holy shit, I thought that was a sound effect of somebody's walk-up Lily sound. Lily and Riddle just went at it. I think they're, they're fighting about something. I don't know what it is, though. Wow. This is a turf war right here. That's husband and wife right there. They don't like each other. They're like most married couples. They've been together seven years, exactly. and then they just only do is fight all the time. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, you are looking live at a cat fight in the house. Here's it. That's <laughs> Lily and Riddle right there. Usually most of the cat fights are two uh, bitches pulling each other's extensions oh, out in front of growling. a bar. Yeah, she's, they're upset. They're upset about something. Well, he Riddle becomes really mean to he, her. He's a, he's a prick bastard. We love him, and he's sick, so you give him sympathy all the time. Right. But every once in a while, you know, he's the king of the house. Yep. He's the Archie Bunker of the house. He tells them, bitches, you get back. You get back. I may have knocked you up and pumped out 13 babies with right. you. But you get out of my face with that. I'm still going that. out tonight, all right? You get out of my face with that crazy shit. Wow, she is hissing. Yeah, this is dangerous. I got my dog upstairs. Is this safe? Yeah, where is uh, Penny? Penny? She's upstairs. Penny's, I'm, I'm going to get out of this shit. <laughs> she's like, she's... Oh, they're here. Can, can you hear the growling? Her. Let's go to the live growling now. Lily? Lily? That's wow. for real. That's not a sound effect, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to real pussy talk right here <laughs> on Tony Bruno nah. Show. 
Wow. Come on, baby girl. Jeez, okay. this is scary. I'm keeping you safe. Very, very scary. Wow. No, don't make fake noises, Robin. That's actually a pleasurable sound. Right. When women do that, that's good. When cats right. do what Lily's doing, bad. That's bad. That's bad. Don't be doing the woman growl thing, Robin. You think Riddle cares? Nope. Right back to sleep. Riddle went back to the sofa. Oh, no, he had enough of this shit. He's like the honey badger. You don't give a fuck. Exactly. No, see, I mean, he's, he's just, he's waiting. He's waiting to pounce on her. He's like that really, really annoying older brother who, you know, like, just like, I'm going to get What about you. a younger sister? Why does it always have to be the older brother? Well, he's a male. That's probably why it fits. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Jesus. We got any stories for today? We got, we got, a, we got Actually, a lot of stuff. Speaking of, I, I do have. This is quite appropriate for right now, actually. What do you got? The I should do this. What do we have? Oh yes, our animal story of the day. We're going already for this. Well, because it's it segues perfectly in to the non-staged cat fight we're having here. Our regular feature, folks. I hate and today's little animal uh, tidbit of the day uh, comes from a video that Robin sourced on the internet. Yes. Naturally sourced, non-GMO. So this was, ow, it, ow. This was not pre-planned, th- but it but uh, it certainly It involves cats. It does. But we don't just do cat videos. We leave that up to uh, BuzzFeed, which so, should be going back to cat videos because their political takes suck. And this is why you should never underestimate cats. I mean, cats are or can be vicious. Except the movie. No one should ever go see that movie or play? rent it. No, the movie. They made the cat's movie that everybody is on. Where have you it. been? They Don't just made it. the live action where they had all these people dressed up as real cats with CGI faces. That's how far out of the loop I am, pal. Dude, it was like one of the biggest bombs of all time. You the cats are moved. totally out of I it. I told you. I hate okay. to do it to you, man. So, Wait a minute. I got to give him one of these. I'm sorry. So this is our... Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. If you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. See, look at him. Look at him. What a what a little asshole he is. Wait a minute. We were crying sorry. for him the other day. And I now know, all of a sudden we're denouncing him. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not an asshole. No, you know, everybody can be an asshole one time or another or multiple times. Okay. So back to vicious, vicious cats. So you know cats. Yes. They have cat-like reflexes. Uh, yes, obviously. They have nine lives. Yes. They can jump from a tall building in a single bound. Yes, and they're very land. nimbly bimbly. And what do they do? They land on their feet every single time. Yep. I don't know how they do it, but I like it. But when you have one cat and another cat that's not even part of your family, like our two cats who were just fighting live on the show, mm-hmm. shit goes down. Let's go to our house cat. Standing its ground in today's animal video of the day. Oh. Eventually. Robin? Really? I had to. I thought you cued this son of a bitch up. I did, and it looked like it was ready to go, and then, of course, it did this. So we're just not going to play the audio for it. But if you like Olive Lay, you know. And by the way, I don't want that guy with that squirting stuff in his ear, the earwax thing. Have you seen that contraption? I got it every single time. I finally, hopefully, I got rid of it. You ever done an earwax so candle? Nasty. No. No, I don't Fantastic. put any. Robin has these yes. other things now. I use, you know, two Q-tips are now supposedly bad for you to clean right. your ears. Wait, here we go. Here we uh, go. Let's go to today's animal video of the day so already. Here's the, so this is a cat in Montana. The That's a cat? Owner, the owner heard noise, and it's her house cat, which is right there in the middle, and a bobcat facing off to each other. Now, Can that house cat looks pretty damn big. Is that a Maine Coon or whatever? No, it's a short hair. 
And then there, there goes the bobcat. But that's so the pretty, house cat scares away a bobcat. That was that's pretty crazy. impressive, right? Not bobcat Goldthwaite. Now no. here, this He's is no longer, scared out of way. <laughs> look at this. This is another one. This is a cat against a coyote. So again, do not, folks, do not underestimate the viciousness of cats. Just saying. There it is. Your animal video of the day, ladies and gentlemen. They may be furry little friends in your house. Speaking of, I want my dog. But when now. shit gets bad, your house cat can become a very important asset. I'm going to get my dog. Get the damn dog get down dog. here. I need to get my dog. All my dogs. Penny! That top, no, top cat's the greatest tech cat of all time. Is there any doubt about that? Garfield's pretty solid, right? Garfield's a wimpy, though. Garfield's like a cock cat. What about Felix? Felix was cool. But I think uh, Top Cat was the best cat of them all. Here comes here comes Penny now. Hi, Penny, to show Penny, you that Penny. cats and dogs can get along. Top Cat. You remember Top Cat, Luigi? Yep. I thought, no. how would you remember that? Penny's really smart, by the way. Whenever she walks by any of the cats, especially if they're up a little bit higher, she totally turns her head away so that she can't get scratched by accident. Wait a minute. i got to play a little Top Cat, just the theme song, Robin. This was one of the great theme songs. You ready? Crank it up. Call him TC. Top Cat. Top Cat. Beautiful. You know, you know what the name of the cop was in there that chased him oh, all the Sylvester, time? Sylvester, Sylvester no. was good. Sylvester, Sylvester was good. Sylvester the cat was good. Garfield's a, Garfield's a Tom and Tom from Tom and Jerry. Yeah, but but Garfield is wimpy. Garfield's like a millennial cat, even no, though he's been around. Garfield but Thundercat, is, man. Garfield is our cat, Sir Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, paint paint Sir Lawrence orange, and that's Garfield. What about Ren and Stimpy. Ugh, no. Pretty good cat. How about the cats in the cradle? Cats in the cradle is pretty good too. Thank you, CVV. He likes my hair. And you know who the officer was? I asked the question again, Robin. What? Officer Dibble. Not Rob Dibble. Not Rob Dibble. One of the nasty boys. Yeah, one of the real nasty boys. And a great friend of the show, the great Rob Dibble, doing sports talk up in Connecticut, yo. Meanwhile, let's get it back to the show. Yeah. We did our animal video. Well, the cats derailed us when they started going at it. And again, the Flyers, in case you missed it, Mm. if you didn't care, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. That's fine. You know what? This whole thing about in any city. Sports fans, your team sucks. I'm not. I'm, I'm just. I'm wearing this to show that I'm not a hater. That's did all. I uh, did I say I something to no, you? No, you did not. I'm just a little. I'm just giving a clarification again. I'm not going to do ten minutes on the fly. Thank God. I, I, I think you you hit a nerve, Tony, yesterday for Luigi. I did. But you I don't a, even have a flyer shirt. But I I you still am one? sticking. I'm still sticking up for medium? no. A you, it's a large. You have. You have the Flyers. Uh, the, the I have a Bobby Clark sweater. No, you sweater. have the Flyers uh, undershirt. Oh, thing. that's right. I have an actual shirt that the goaltenders yeah. wore. Oh, nice. That, what, that the Flyers gave me when I dressed up as a goaltender in the Flyers Wives Carnival a couple of that years was, ago. That was cool when you did that. That's a nice – I can't find that now. I would wear that every day. I, I have all these shirts. Long probably in sleeve. a storage unit. No, it's not in the storage unit. You know what else is not – I can't find today and I wanted to wear it? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell everybody what it is. But with all this – and by the way, we will have a coronavirus update. There's another update on that? Yes, yes. and I'm not going to give you tolls and death tolls and all that stuff. The coronavirus update to just prove to all of you that everybody who's out there telling you what's happening doesn't know shit. Whether it's the president of the United States, whether it's a congressman, 
because we have a compilation. We're not going to play it right now. Okay. We have a compilation of don't, – don't put it up there yet, Robin. I'm not. She's okay. not. She's just prepping. So here's the bottom line. Trump doesn't know what's going on. That's why you have to have doctors and people around you. Of course. It doesn't matter who the president is. The president doesn't have test kits under his desk that he's withholding from the medical community. You have to hire people and bring in people who know what the hell they're talking about. Clinton had somebody else under his desk. Well, that's yeah, that's <laughs> at least that one was productive. <laughs> but I'm bummed. I heard she sucked, to be honest. Oh! Oh! Wow. Poor Monica. <laughs> Poor. <laughs> Meanwhile, so the first thing you heard, and we'll play the video later, and it's not highly edited. It's actually, when you watch this video, mm-hmm. you will just say, why am I listening to any of these people? Now, again, you, you want to listen to health officials. You want to listen to people that actually have an idea what's going on. But if you're going to listen to politicians, if you're going to listen to people who are declaring things, what was the first thing that everybody would say? Wash your hands. Right. Like, we didn't know to wash our hands. Most people didn't, apparently. Apparently not. So we have to tell everybody to wash their hands. Now the new, in fact, let's do this right now and get it out of the way. The new thing. <laughs> You know what the new thing is now? And it started a couple of days ago. Trump did it, and then he did the wrong thing. And then everybody mocked him, because that's what you do when you have to find something every day to mock people. Your storage unit is checking in, by the way, mocking you right now. Well, it should. He says, I got your flyers. So the the latest thing, the latest trope, and I love that word, trope, is don't touch your face. First of all, it's wash your hands, right? Now, don't Touch your damn face. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Just don't touch your damn face. Let's go to elected officials. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm, I'm setting it up. I can see, Robert. Let's go to a compilation of the finest of high-ranking politicians and all of these other, and it doesn't matter what their parties are. It's all parties. Republicans, Democrats, the Whig Party, uh, the Donner Party, any party you can think of. They're all full of shit. Let's go to the tape, Robin. Are we ready? Yes. Because one main way viruses spread is when you touch your own mouth, nose, or eyes. And, of course, enhanced cleaning of surfaces. As she puts her finger in her mouth well, to turn the... We're saying this the is common Trump. sense of washing your hands, not touching your face. We're looking at every way individuals come into the country, not just through these. One of the key parts to preventing transmission is washing your hands and not touching your face. You know, there's a, there's a lot of folks that are trying to ask themselves, do I need a mask? Three seconds. I think these are very important things. Working hard, not to touch your face. That everyone would have to fill out that would go directly to CDC so with that bad. I've been looking around the room here. I can't tell you the number of you who've put your hands to your face in the last uh, 20 minutes or half an hour. I want to know how many of them are from... Hear some of the things about washing your hands and not taking, touching your mouth and your, your nose and your eyes. Can you tell me why it took five days to test the patient in Madison County? The value of hand washing and using sanitizing gels to, if you get the virus on your hands, eliminate it before it finds a way. Don't touch your face. I, my, my kids are so sick and tired of me saying if they scratch their face, don't touch your face. That's how viruses get into the body. We're there, doomed. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. One thing about, I don't touch my face, but one thing, well, I did just touch my face because everybody touches their face. My face. I can't not touch There's my face. There's only one thing, Robin, that's more important. Do never, ever, ever tell me not to touch myself, Oh, of course bitch. not. 
Come on now, Divinal. Crank the sucker up. I got it all well, baby. Don't touch your face, but you touch yourself as much as you want, baby. Can you go? <laughs> I, is it more difficult for you to not touch your phone or not touch your face? Don't touch that's anything. That's a question. That's yeah. a question, right? I think it's easier for me not to touch myself than it is to touch my phone. <laughs> I just took my glasses off. I'm rubbing my eye now. There's By no the way, way, to show you the preparation we put into these shows, because, you know, you don't just fall into this stuff. And, again, I'm not bragging about the great job that Robin and I and every once in a while Luigi, when he's not on his phone, do on this show every day. <laughs> but this is preparation because – Listen, we can talk about the Flyers and they're in first place, and everybody knows that now. You know why? Because everybody's now talking about exactly. the Flyers. Because they're a good team, and now everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. So you can jump on the bandwagon. You can jump off when your team sucks. You don't have to support It's like Kimo Sabi. But wait a minute, exactly. wait a minute. Since we were on the coronavirus don't-touch-your-face yes. subject, we do have a very special guest coming That's what I'm tomorrow. saying. So, so that, that was the whole part of the talking yes. about how we prepare for the show. I was trying to get show. you back to that. I, I am. And so... When you hear the show, I mean, hope you and and, and love, obviously, all of the people who listen every day are great P ones. P ones, yeah, P ones. The regulars, they listen, they comment. This is actual live commenting as you're listening to the show. They will ridicule us. We ridicule them. We have fun with them. They have fun with us. They get sarcasm. They're not triggered. They're just people who enjoy fun. And when something is serious, we deal with it seriously. When something is goofy, whether it's politics or mocking politicians or thanking people for participating in sports or politics. How about not taking yourself so damn seriously? Exactly Ser- right. I mean, that's that's exactly my point taking every yourself so seriously. single day. Have some fun with yourself. And so we're, you know, paying attention to all this stuff. Yep. I'm not going to tell you don't touch your face as I have an itch now. See, what happens is you watch that video and you watch all these people preaching to us about not – Washing your hands and not touching your face, every single one of them then touches their face. Well, and here's it's the like other... saying yawn, don't yawn. It's like watching a yawning video. Here, yeah. Same well, here, yawn. oh, just talking about yawning. Is but here's the other. Yawn. My point is, Robin and I were watching TV yeah. last night, and we get to see the interviews. And there was one guy on TV last night who was in quarantine, wearing an Eagles hat. He came off of serious? the uh, yes. Princess Cruise Line. He was on that Which one big doing? ship that came in. Oh, you said Princess. Sorry. No, not Prince. Oh, sorry. No. He came off of the cruise that uh, they immediately put everybody in quarantine from that. Yes. And um, they were brought over to – where were they brought again? They brought, were brought Nebraska. to different places. They, they were brought to Omaha, yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska. First of all, they kept him in quarantine in another city. Well, no, they were on the ship for 14 days. Right, but then they, t- they put him in quarantine somewhere else. They No, they were on the ship for 14 days in quarantine. Then they were brought to Nebraska, some, some of them elsewhere, but they were put in quarantine okay. again for Robin, 14 days. I know the actual chronology okay. of this, and we will have the man on tomorrow. Yes. Because I heard the whole interview. Carl? They took him to an Air Force base from the ship. Right. Then they took him to Omaha, Nebraska, where they have the best equipment to deal with this. And they put him in quarantine there inside of a, a, a facility that he said looked like the Andromeda strain. 
Right. And now he's been there for a while, 10 yeah. days. No, more than that, I think, because he was originally in quarantine for 14 days. Now it's an additional... I'm saying 10 days in this new, yeah. sort of like a private room. You know, yeah. they take you out of intensive care. And I just texted him today. His name is Carl Goldman. He, uh, he is... Or I think he's originally from the Philadelphia area, but he now lives in California. And he's a um, radio executive, yeah. and he owns a radio station out in Santa Clarita, California. And um, he he texted me today, confirming that he's going to come on the show tomorrow and talk about his experience because he actually got it. He wasn't just testing positive; he actually caught the coronavirus and was sick for a while. Um, but even though he has improved, he is still testing positive. His wife, however, no longer testing positive. She was released a couple days ago. So she's and back. And she's been getting death threats, yeah. by the way. She read Captain Russ's message here. She says, this show is a perfect balance of comedy and real issues. I thank all three of you. F- I thank all three of you for getting me through some anxiety. Could I have been suffering with you? You'll be making my life a bit easier. I get to enjoy laugh every day and get to hear current events. And that's what the show is exactly. primarily. That's what it's and all that's about. what my whole career is. See, a lot of people who don't know me, you don't know what I've done. And I get it. Not everybody knows who I am. The people that do who've listened to me over the years do know you that, know who my, I am? No, I don't play that stuff. But Other you know, when joking. I tweet something out and I tweet something out that's sarcastic, like the Elizabeth Warren, I'll give you a perfect example. Elizabeth Warren announced that she's out. I'm not celebrating that she out she's out. I don't care whether she's in or out, up, down, inside out, any sideways, of that stuff. Whatever. Sideways. I don't care. That's it was her decision, not mine. I didn't tell her to get out. I only tell certain people <laughs> to get out. Like Luigi every once in a while. Get out. Exactly. And Harry tells everybody to get Harry out. tells everybody to get out. I don't care. She could have stayed in till the cows come home. FYI. Yes. The whole don't touch your face yes. uh, statement was made by somebody that has never owned or been around cats. There's no way. <laughs> that you or can any have, animal. You can have an animal, a pet, and not touch your face because there's always hair. Exactly. There's always My dog sheds like a... Yeah. But there's it, just it, no it way. just points out how people... We are, we are such a panic... You know, whether it's politics, whether it's something the president says, whether it's something the senator says, people go crazy every single hour of every single day. Just relax. And by the way, and what we do here is we're not changing the world. We're not curing cancer. We're having fun. We're not mocking serious subjects. We're mocking douchebags. Not that Elizabeth Warren's a douchebag. I didn't mock her. This is what sends people off, Robin. So Elizabeth Warren puts out a tweet and, you know, says, explains that she's, has, she says, is suspending her, her campaign. We don't know who she's going to support, Bernie or Biden. She obviously has to support one or the other. And so that's the next question. That's legitimate. That's what happens in the political process. So now you're down to Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And Tulsi Gabbard, who's not bailing out, A, because she doesn't spend any money, and she still has the white outfit that she wears all the time. Yet nobody worries about her because nobody thinks of her as any kind. It's funny how people complain about there's no respect for women candidates. <laughs> Nobody's disrespected. No candidate's been more disrespected Tulsi. than Tulsi Gabbard, who, by the way, is a Democrat running in the Democratic Party. So don't give me your sanctimonious. No, no, no. But she's not the right kind. That's my, that's of my Democrat. point. That's the hypocrisy. You know, if it's a woman, you have to uh, support her, unless it's a woman we really don't like. Who happens to be in this? I get not liking Republicans if you're a Democrat and all that other bullshit that people who don't know anything about politics get angry about every second of the day. Exactly. So, so Elizabeth Warren puts a tweet out, you know, saying she's suspending her campaign. And so I wrote, nevertheless, you finished third in your home state. Now, 
That's a little shot. Yeah. It's a shot. But is that a vicious, you're a no good, fake Indian, blah, 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 blah. No. Can it's, you save that for the air? <laughs> no, I, I did denounce her over the Indian thing. Yes. Because I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. If you're going to criticize, you're going to absolutely nitpick everything one person says. You've got to nitpick what everybody says. Right? That's the Correct. world we live in now. You can't get a pass for doing something horrible because somebody else did something horrible. And uh, by the way, as a woman. That's called, that's called consistency. I can, I can say this as a woman, even though some people are not going to agree with me. I am totally against affirmative action because I, as a woman, I want to earn something equally. And if I am not good enough for something, smart enough, strong enough, specifically like firefighters and stuff like that, I don't want to be put into a position just because there's an affirmative action slot and they need to fill it and I'm not as good as perhaps a man. And that goes for anybody, whether they're black, brown, white, green, female, cis, whatever. It should be based upon merit. I love my sisters. It should be based upon merit. It should be based upon whatever, but not upon what color of your skin, what gender you are, or whatever. And that's my position on affirmative. Uh, no, and I agree. Listen, you can have any opinion you want. That's the one thing about the show. We don't stifle anybody's opinion. You can dis- People disagree with me every 10 seconds. But the bottom line is I try to speak truth to power. I don't, I don't support one person or one thing. If I see something that bothers me as a tax-paying citizen, especially in my own hometown, that's where I focus on. I focus on my own hometown because I'm the one who votes for these people, like everybody else who lives in your particular city. You have more power to deal with things that are happening in your own community than you do with people in Washington, regardless of who they are. You can have a thousand marches in front of the Supreme Court and the White House and carry signs. It's good exercise. It is good exercise. But are you affecting change by screaming the same thing every day? Probably not. Because nobody's paying attention to that. It makes you feel good about it. We saw it here in South Philly. People heard about the safe injection site. People got angry. They went out and protested. Nobody overturned cars. Nobody broke windows. Nobody was acting the fool. They went out there and said, we don't want this here. And it forced them to reconsider and stop before they went and go ahead without any kind of public discussion and put something in a neighborhood in a building where there's a child care center. So that's how you affect change. Location, location, location. That's how you affect change where you can. Wearing a pussy hat and going to march on Washington every weekend, God bless you, you could do it till any day of the week you want. I'm not telling you what to do or what not to do. What we did here, and I wasn't even here, but I was doing it from afar in New York on my phone, (laughs) was give credit to people who stand up for their rights against the man. The man is the government. Never forget that. Stand the man is the government. For your right. Damn the man. To Save the empire, Tony. Damn the man. And again, I'm not, I have no political. I'm not trying to run for a lot of these people who go blabber mouthing on radio and TV. They do this because they're going to try to propel that into a political campaign. I, there are I, so I many never, people that want you to run. I would for never, ever, space. ever run for political office. And the reason why I actually talk about politics There's because way too many naked because pictures at, out there. In my early, in early in my life, one of my majors in college was political science. I understand how government works, journalism. I understand how media works. So when I get angry, I get angry at the media. I get angry at journalists who aren't journalists. That stuff bothers me, not because I'm better than them, I'm holier than thou, or I talk down to people. I don't talk down to anybody. I just want everybody to be treated equally. And in this world of politics, it's not the way it works. And so people now are killing me all over Twitch, Twitter, because I had the audacity. And they're calling me vile names and stuff. Fine, get your rocks off. 
If that's what's going to make you happy, I had nothing to do with Elizabeth Warren's failure. I had nothing to do with Bernie Sanders' failure or anybody else, who, or, or Bloomberg, who wasted a half a billion dollars for nothing. These people can do what they want. If you want to waste your money, go right ahead and do it. I'm wasting money with a storage unit, and I'm pissed off. The storage unit loves it, though, man. And by the way, I could not get to the storage unit yesterday. Because as soon as we finished the show, a few minutes later, I get a knock on the window. Who is it? It was my sister. My older sister, Marie, who now has my mom she, with her. He did not confuse with me, by the way. Okay, thank God. Just, okay. I know it's, yeah. He knew it was her. I, it was one of my two sisters, her. and I, so she, I go upstairs, and there she is at the front door. Come on in. What's going on? Where's mom? So she had my mother with her, and my mother was at her house down the street okay. on the same neighborhood. And I had seen my mom in a couple of weeks. So she said, I got a problem at the house. Uh, the water heater is not working in the house, my mother's house, and I installed it. So I went over there, and I didn't have glasses. I didn't have my phone. My phone was dead. I didn't have a flashlight. I go over there and try to fix the heater. And I couldn't adjust it. So I come back, and I'm, now I'm frantic because I'm dealing with a lawyer douchebag at, at, uh, at Cordell and Cordell, which is why, why I hate lawyers. And then Robin came and to the rescue. And then you should have heard it in here. I went, oh. I went absolutely ballistic. That was real. It wasn't fake. It wasn't staged. It wasn't staged. No. I was, it was absolutely. Ugly. It was ugly. I was absolutely batshit crazy. It was so crazy. ugly and and. and Amazingly, he, he actually apologized afterwards. Well, yeah, because unlike Chuck Schumer, I gave a real apology. Is he going to refund you? I, that's not an issue. That's not the issue right now. That still hasn't been figured. Okay. But he but, apologized. So no, no. So now I'm frantic. Tony apologized now I'm to frantic. me. Get the fuck out of here. I know. <laughs> I always apologize when I do something wrong. I think our politicians and everybody else who does something wrong and then plays victim. When you do something wrong to somebody, you're not the victim. No, I, I agree. Right? That's how it works in the world of fairness, the way I see it. You can't handle the truth. So, I was, so now I'm like frantic because I got a water heater that's not, it wasn't broken. Right, but it's It needed an adjustment. I didn't have the manual. I'm going through my mom's basement where there's papers and everything, trying to find the manual. Because I installed that like two years ago. So now there's no hot water in the house. And that's a big deal yeah. for anybody. And Mama Bruno... When she has things in her mind, like if she wants something done, she needs it done now. And my mother, who's 95 and a half, is walking around the house where there's stuff everywhere. I'm worried about her falling down. She takes her shoes off. She wants to go down the basement because she's a stubborn old Italian. That generation, especially old school Italians, anybody in their 90s. Like she's going to be able to fix the water heater. But see, in her mind, she thinks (laughs) she can still do those things. And she wants to because she used to be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. There are things that I can't do that I used to be able to do. Like three years ago, I was doing stuff that I probably couldn't do now because of arthritis and stuff. I can still physically do it, but it's a little more painful. More difficult. Right. That's the aging process. We're all going to go through it. So the bottom line is I got angry because I had a lot of things come at me at one time. It was compounded. I was overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yes. And anybody who's gone through anxiety or depression, you know that when a bunch of one thing is – one thing at a time is fine, but when you have things coming at things, you from yeah. five different directions all at the same time. It's the equivalent of quicksand. Yeah. It, it really is. It like is. And I lost it. And yeah. I, I didn't threaten violence. I, that wasn't, I was yelling at Robin. I was but yelling you, my sister. But, but you say a lot of things that you don't really mean. And that's something actually. No, I didn't call anybody names. Did I say anything that was hurtful? Did I call you bad names? No. 
No, no bad. I just told you not to do things that I don't ask you to do. You started writing an email on my behalf. We don't need to go over everything. That's my point. No, no, no. I want to say something because this is actually very, very as as a person who has once suffered from depression and as a person who has lived with people who have had depression and most recently Tony. This is something that people that are supporting somebody who is going through it really need to keep in mind that when somebody reaches that overwhelmed, overloaded, and they just lose their shit, and they say that they are very capable of saying horrible, horrible things during that time that they often don't even remember nope. that they said. You go black. There, you just go kind of go go black. And I yep. know that I've done it in the past. And um, last night was one example with Tony. Is that you? It's so hard, but you need to figure out a way to not take it personally. You need yep. to figure out a way to not not. I didn't. I, it's not. I don't take anything personally, Robin. No, I'm when talking you're overwhelmed, about Tony. That's why I like no, to focus on one I'm thing at a time. Saying, she's saying for her to understand. You've that been around me ten years, yes, Robin. And you so, know, and that's what you I'm know saying. What, what I'm sets to, me off. I'm saying to other people out there who are living with somebody that that might have that same thing, where they go off on you and they're saying horrible things. You need to know that it's it's the illness. Depression is an illness, and you kind of just figure out a way, step outside, do something so that you don't take it. And I did. Because and I did. I'm talking about and, me. Oh. <laughs> so you never step you, outside. You're sitting on the damn computer <laughs> for hours after the show's over. So, so that's I realized that this was you were having a moment. Catch you were, me outside. That's it. You were having a moment. It's like it's like little kids. And guess what? A lot of people have moments, Robin. Who have the temper tantrums and they they tell their parents, "I hate you. You're the worst mom ever." Well, they don't really mean that. Of course not. I didn't call. I didn't say I hated you. First of all, I never said I hate you. All I said was, "Please, I just want to play this up because you you know people half listen. I want people to know." That, yes, I yelled at Robin because I asked her not to do something. I asked her to do one thing to help me. I didn't ask her to do something for me. I asked her to help me. This is before my sister came over. And then she decided to start writing an email on my behalf, which she couldn't do because she didn't have the permission of the company. So I yelled at her and said, please don't do what I didn't ask you to do. Just try to help me by doing what I asked you to do. That was it. And then my sister knocks on the window. <laughs> the house is going on. Dean's texting me about going to the storage unit to take out the shit out of the storage unit. And I got like 50 things blowing up my head. And then they had to announce that I am withdrawing my nomination for the Democratic candidacy for the Democratic Party. And I actually oh, withdrew yesterday yeah. from the race. And I will not be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Hit the effing post. I just leave the situation for five minutes. Yep. I go away from it, breathe, and drink some water. Yeah, that's that's. I got up, of... and what did I do? I went outside. I went to the basement. Robin looked up on the, the, the actual booklet for the water heater, which I couldn't find. And then she looked it up. Sixers, yes, it was. She brought over the little, on the tablet that showed, you know, the up and down, and there was a lock button. So it was locked in a position so it wouldn't go above 75 degrees. What the fuck was that? That's somebody's walk That's somebody's walk-up. <laughs> Can I actually really, really, really quick for, uh, regarding the walk-up sounds? Uh, for those of you who have been listening every single day, you might have noticed that we are not uh, hammering the daily share, 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 because we hope you realize that it's so important for you to share every single day. Um, it really does help our numbers go up, and it's all about the number of viewers and followers, more so than subscribers. We love our subscribers, and you do get extra benefits when you are a subscriber. You can have access to 
the walk-up sounds to the masks and a couple of what other things. Yes. But <laughs> we we are we have made the decision that we are never going to charge you to watch the show. Period. We are not going to be a subscriber. <laughs> no, they don't even pay me to be on the show. <laughs> but no, that's I all right. Mean, I'm not getting paid either. <laughs> exactly. I think that, that that's really important that yeah, we should is. not. So you know, we don't want to force people to have. There's enough things that you have to pay for in life. So everything that you can pay for through Twitch is um, is a choice based. So we'll never charge you to watch the show. And then you have fantastic people like AJ in San Antonio just gifts subscriptions to people it's all a, the that's, time. That's you just amazing. did another one. And our buddy David. What oh, is wait, your wait, problem? Riddle is pushing a, an envelope across the t- across the room in in his mouth. Don't push the envelope. You Don't know, push sometimes the envelope. you got to push the envelope to get reaction. Meanwhile, let's get it back to the Eagles, Tom. Let's get it back <laughs> to the Eagles. By the way, the latest uh, situation in the NFL. Obviously, we're getting close. Wait, wait. I have one real quick thing because this was talking about it. So I'm sorry to interrupt okay, you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Play action reel says I was trying to bring people over from the Dan Patrick show. We love the Dan Patrick show. We love the Danettes. We just saw them in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, we so uh, there's a lot sharing back and forth, and uh, we appreciate that. We uh, yeah, we're not. We don't want people to not no. listen to another show to no, come Dan here. Dan Patrick is on earlier, so there's no conflict. Yeah, so exactly, he's not up against us, and we love them. And we're, we're never up against it. And we're never up against it because we don't have to get to a break exactly, and cut off an inning. Exactly well, we'll have to right. cut off Robin every once in a while. I get cut off. Luigi gets cut mm-hmm. off. You know what I'm saying? I hate you. This cat is eating an envelope. Yeah, can you take that away from him, please? At least, she's, at least he's not killing his uh, wife. Exactly. We don't want. I don't want to make a, a police call to have a domestic dispute and have police come here. Right. And then some other moron down the street pulls out a gun and starts shooting at cops, which seems to be the commonplace thing right now. Damn it. My dog's not even having it. Penny went Where upstairs. Where is Penny? She went back upstairs. She ain't See, that's a it. smart dog right there. Dog She's says, killing. I ain't getting in the middle of this shit. Uh-uh. Well, no, we know, got cats fighting. I'm getting out of this exactly joint. Right. Well, it's too enclosed here for Penny, and she doesn't have anywhere to lie down. The tile is cold on her little bones. So if we had a Didn't nice you bring blanket. A little, don't you have a bed? Didn't you get one of those my pillow bed sheet, that dog pillows now they have? You know, they have She's dog got pillows. She's $117 freaking Tempur-Pedic I know. But Did you get her a weighted blanket, by the way? No. Are those things still a thing? That was like yeah, the biggest blankets, thing. Yeah, weighted yeah. But no, everybody wanted one two years no, ago. I'm oh, my I dog's weighted it. blanket who has no no <laughs> concept of personal space. This freaking dog, man. I, I Forget it. It's just, it makes does she, does she, when she it makes on, life very difficult. That's when she I'm lays saying. on your bed, where does she lay when you're sleeping? Usually in between me and somebody else. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> She's like, this is my human. Oh, my God. It's the worst, man. She just nuzzles herself in there. No concept of personal space. It's the worst. And she sheds all over the place, but God knows I love her. By the way, we have good news in Philadelphia. We do? Yeah, I, I'm looking. I'm always, I'm always looking for good news, but a lot of it is negative, especially when it comes to crime and kids being shot on the streets and stuff every right. night. The story: of the 11 year old boy who was shot in the head back in November. You remember that story? Oh yeah. Accidentally shot in the head, and gun violence is out of control in all cities. And the young man was in the hospital since November. Has come back home. Nice. And the oh, community man. around him. Yes. Rallying around yes. this young man. And I want to give his name, and I want to thank the people in the community and all those wonderful people who stuck with this kid, nurtured him. And when he came out of the hospital, he was in a, one of those little wheel carts, yep. and everybody in the hospital was cheering as he finally got to go That's home. That's awesome. And uh, I'm going to find his name here so we can give him some love. He refused to give up the fight. 
He's surviving, and he's going to get his life back. That is absolute great news. That's good. His name is Samaji Obranti, Obranti, determined to get back to the kid that he used to be. What are you laughing at? I just saw the cat going into a freaking bag. It was funny, man. Well, I'm doing a serious story here. Now I hear laughing, and people are going to say, what the hell's so funny about that? Nothing about that. And if they do, I'll explain. I just saw right, a just cat relax. going into an envelope. Just relax. So they had him in the Weissman Children's uh, Rehabilitation Hospital over in Marlton, New Jersey, after he spent three months there and one month at another hospital. He couldn't eat by mouth. He couldn't care for himself. He couldn't walk up until now. With physical therapies, gradually working his motor movements, getting up, and he's saying yes and no to communicate. Now he's talking in full sentences, and it looks like he's going to be fine. That's fantastic. So those are the kinds of stories I like. Because I'm tired of getting the annual the daily crime report, which tells us how many people have been not just shot, but shot and killed. Many of them, kids under the age of 18. These are kids. I know. I know. It's crazy. This isn't like rival gang bangers who are 25 and they're trying I mean, to honestly, fight for their turf. I, I don't feel as safe as I used to. I, I was just... Telling Tony last night, I'm like, you know, I kind of, I kind of want to go buy a gun. <laughs> Seriously, I, I know. Well, Luigi's got the gun show in here all the time. Always, when I'm working, yeah. Always, baby. I'm gonna pump you, you up. up. Anyway, enough about this and crime. I just wanted to do a positive story, Robin. I, the thing about people, a lot of people get sucked into negativity, and it's easy because there's so much negative shit. It's, when I yeah, see stories like this, there was a story this morning, for example, in Delaware. There's a state representative who posted a story about a man, a World War II, Korean War veteran, okay. who was going to be buried today in Bear, Delaware. Bear, Delaware is where my son Chris lived, had a home there for a long, long time. So I know the area well. A World War II veteran who passed away has no family members. No family members. And this uh, state representative po- posted that it would be nice, since he has no family if we can get some veterans groups and sure, community sure. people to go out there and salute him. And you've seen this happen all the time. Mm-hmm. A World War II veteran dies. They always come you don't even that. have to know this person. And especially someone who has nobody left in their family. Imagine that. You know, you served your country in, in, in uh, Korean War, and now you're going to be laid to rest, and nobody is going to be there to salute you. And so this representative, I want to give her love, she put out the APB, so to speak, and she said, can we get people, you know, code of veterans, all these veterans. Of course. And I guarantee you, I don't know what time the service is. It'll be packed. Worked. It'll be packed. Absolutely. Yep, and that, those packed. are the kinds of stories that I love to see. No, that's incredible. This African-American gentleman is the gentleman that's being buried today in Bear, Delaware. And is that Richard C. Moots? Is that what his no, name is? No, 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 that's not his name. We've got to find it. I have to find the representative. I tweeted it this morning, and I retweeted it for her, and I thanked her for bringing this to everybody's attention. And so, here it is. Representative, I posted this earlier. Her name is um, Blunt, Representative Blunt Rochester. She's a Democrat from Delaware, and she says, Attention, Delaware. Alice, Alistair Barker, that's the gentleman's Alistair name. Alistair Barker. Alistair right. Barker was a Korean War veteran who bravely served our country. He doesn't have any family who will be able to attend his service today. This was t- yesterday, tomorrow in Bear. If you're available... I encourage you to attend to honor Alistair. It's going to be mobbed at that funeral. And that, there's, a, there's a picture of this gentleman holding flags, this veteran, holding the American flag, served in Korea, and military groups in Delaware making sure there will be people at the funeral. And now that the word got out, 
If you want to look at a thread that's positive instead of some stupid political thread where people are upset that Elizabeth Warren uh, bank pulled out, which has uh, to, due to no fault of me or anybody else who's, who's joking about it. Because, by the way, nobody died when Elizabeth Warren pulled out. Well, not yet. No, her career, you know, she's not going to be president. Died. That doesn't mean her life's over? No. no. So relax much. with all that crap. She's still got banks. She's all right. But the good thing is... Groups from all over, people are people responded. Even Jake Tapper, who obviously cares about veterans, has done a lot. Tapper, another Philly area guy. Barely even kissed her. And by the way, this veteran also was a longtime member of St. Clement's Church here in Philadelphia, and so the church pastor was sent an email to alert the, uh, you know, the, the churchgoers, the parishioners of that particular parish. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you, they're all going to be there. And that's what makes America the greatest country on earth. All these people disagree on stuff. I don't care whether it's a Democrat or Republican. Somebody who's in elected office who has that kind of decency to point out that a constituent in her area of Delaware that died with no family around, she thought it to be right. And we've seen this with police. A police officer dies, you see people come out from everywhere and respect the dead. Yes. And especially this gentleman. I can't imagine, you know, having somebody close to you die and then not having anybody show up I know. to pay their respects. So good job for all the Seriously, people out there job. who are in attendance. And I'm sure we'll see it on the news later on. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be a story. It. It'll be a story. So no that's awesome. That is awesome, awesome stuff. Those are the kinds of stories. And how many times? Tell me when you see a video of a child a, a service person coming back, man or woman, surprising their kids or their wife at an event without them knowing in advance. It's, it's when you the, see those videos. It's the same jubilation I get. Do you not break down every single time, Robin? Oh, my God. You just yes. see me hit a parlay. It's, it's incredible. The one last week, the Harlem Globetrotters, did you see that one? No, I didn't see that the one. The Harlem Globetrotters were in one of the, I forget which town they were in. So they're standing for a picture, and in the picture is a young man who didn't know that he was good. And then as the young man is standing there with the Harlem Globetrotters, his mo- I think it was his father. His father comes back and surprises oh. them coming back from Afghanistan, standing there with the Harlem Globe. That's so great. They set that up in advance. When you see that kind of stuff, if, you don't, if it doesn't shake you down, if it doesn't make you weep with tears of joy, not tears of anger, tears of joy. Not tears for fear. Then you're really not an American. So it's, it was his mother, right? DeAndre, Pro- uh, she's a sergeant, DeAndre, DeAndre yeah. Park, and her three-year-old daughter, and boyfriend at the Harlem Globetrotters. So Robin's putting it up. So there's the uh, the dad holding the baby boy, three years old. Here comes mom from behind. Here comes mom with her uniform on. And I think dad didn't even know, right? No. And she stands at the end of the line. He shows with all him the, the picture. He's going to show him the picture. Yeah, then she shows the picture. They don't even know she's there. And then they show the picture to the baby girl and the stepdad. And she's like, what? She points out that that's my mom. Where is she? Where is she? And there she is. And then the stepdad and the baby are going crazy. Right there at center court. Is it Jeremy Lynn? And the crowd goes wild. I mean, I see that now. I'm starting to tear up. Oh, that's adorable. Again, I don't openly weep, 
But I, you know, I well up. I well up when I see oh, that kind I of stuff. Oh, I openly weep. I'm a cry. Like, uh, Stop it! You're making me. If that isn't special to you, you want to see weeping? You see, you see the Washington generals out there getting their ass kicked again. Well, that always <laughs> happens. I mean, come on. Those are the kind. That's great. That's feel-good stuff. That's why I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. Do I have to I play that song now, I can't Robin? Yeah. No. Do I have to play gosh. that now? No. Can we play? Uh, this Hulk- isn't a Trump rally. I just I love that Can song. Can we just play the Hulk Hogan theme? Hulk. <laughs> yes. Play the Hulk Hogan theme, please. Look it up and play the Hulk. Hogan I know theme. the Hulk Hogan theme. Play that. Jesus. America, uh, yeah, America yeah. baby. America. You have to say it like this. America. 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 No, America. America. And you know what that is when you say uh, America? You're making fun yeah. of a certain part of our population. But I do it anyway because exactly. it's funny. You know what I'm saying? Cue it up. We don't have the Michael Jordan meme, though, of him crying. That's, that's, no. Even Jordan he cheered. said it. The Jordan said, that's the crying enough. crying Jordan, that's enough of that That's shit. enough of the crying Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, let's all stand now as one. And be proud as we bring you. What you gonna do, brother? I am a real American. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. When this song came on, you knew he was in trouble, boy. Exactly. When it comes crashing down. When it comes crashing down. It's not the original. There's going to be so much of this show that is going to be silenced after the original well, airing. screw all of these uh, people who are holding us back as we try to honor America. Imagine being that insensitive and worried about copyright infringement when you're playing things that are honoring people. Exactly. You're not taking money away from anybody. How are we taking money out of the pocket of the person who produced the song that everybody wants to hear? See, when you only play a portion of the song, in my mind, you're actually prompting people to go look Check for song, and right. download the actual exactly. full song. A lot of these songs people haven't heard in decades, and then you play it, and a lot of people, oh, I love that song. Let me go find it and buy it. Exactly. Right. But they don't look at it that way. All of these, all of these people, are, and I, I understand protecting copyrights. There are people who are trying to steal money from people based on what they've done in their careers. I get that. But when you're doing something to honor someone and you're playing a song that hasn't been heard in forever, how is that hurting that person's ability to make money? You're actually enhancing it. Because then people want, when you hear a song on a commercial, you say, what is that song? Right, and you go to YouTube, you try to find it real quick. Yeah, or you buy it. I've done that. How many songs that have been out of the mainstream for a long time get played on a radio show or on a movie or on a, on a on TV commercial? commercial mm-hmm. And people go out, and the next day it goes through the roof. The Shakira stuff did, and J-Lo. Remember at Super Bowl halftime? Couple of people things. forgot all about it. Right. What happened, Shakira hasn't been in the mainstream for a long, for a long time. time. Obviously, yeah, she has time. diehard fans, just mm-hmm. like J-Lo. But when people who don't know, or they know but they don't remember, and they hear all the hits that they sing, you know, a medley at the Super Bowl halftime show... The next day, all of those songs go through the roof and people start buying it. So that's my point. If you're trying to steal from people their intellectual property, luckily there is no intellectual property here on the Tony Bruno show. Oh, you dumb. No, no. You stupid. Oh, you mother. Shame. Shame. You mother. All right, stop it now. 
<laughs> Dean, look at Robin. I told sports. you you guys needed to group hug and release some tears. I was I was fine. Let I'm me uh, let me go now back to the the Twitter feed, ladies I'm and gentlemen. Softy. I'm softy. Stick to sports, sweetie. The grown-ups with some level of kindness and emotional intelligence are talking. Who said that? All of these Elizabeth Warren hawks. So angry. She bailed out. I didn't force her out. I made a little joke. And you have made a joke about everything. And this is why. And you know one of the jokes I wouldn't put, but a lot of people put yesterday? What's that, Tony? That when you read some of the responses to these people who were so emotionally distraught, like they lost a loved one. I get it. You supported her. People were calling for the repeal of the 19th Amendment. Now, that's taking it. That's taking it to the next level. But there are some people out there, men and women, who really shouldn't be allowed to even look at a voting booth, let alone step inside. Okay, let's see if we can go the rest of the show without talking politics No, I'm just giving you an example. It's not politics. It's about understanding what's good and bad. When you get worked up over politics, which everybody on this stupid Twitter stream, and you notice it's only one side, because I'm not a Donald Trump guy. I'm not a Republican. But if you say anything that mocks all of these losers, 25 losers who started, you know, it's like The Bachelor. It starts off with how many stupid dudes or yeah, stupid I forget chicks. Yeah, I forget the number. Is, how many stupid chicks go on The Bachelor, right? Bhutans go on The Bachelor, and cry and weep when the guy tells them to get the hell out of here. Right. People take this shit seriously. It's a dumb TV show. Where, where vapid people looking to become celebrities go on and screw a man in the case of The Bachelorette or a woman in the case of The Bachelor. Right. Right? A man. Is All it, these women standing in line. People get attached to these people. Is it vapid or vapid? Vapid. It's vapid. Vapid? I say vapid. I didn't say banal, though. It's banal, by the way, <laughs> AOC. That's why I brought it up. I think it's vapid. Meanwhile, but but the, the bottom line is this. You can like whoever you want. But because I joked around and said, nevertheless, you finished third in your own state, now I'm being destroyed all over Twitter by all of these really, really sensitive people. The same people who would watch that video of the young girl being reunited with her, with her mother. They would laugh at that and consider that stupid. But they're all gaga and going absolutely apeshit crazy Tony? over Elizabeth Warren finally bailing out a woman who, who, didn't, who finished third in her state. That's like saying, all right, we'll give you a consolation prize. I didn't make her finish third in her state. The people in her state did. Take it easy. So if you're in Massachusetts, all of you stupid bitches and douchebags on Twitter who are crying about Elizabeth Warren, why didn't you go vote for her in Massachusetts? Why didn't you go vote for her? Now after she pulled out. Oh my God! Tony, you're Why getting yourself all worked this? up again. Jeez, Louise. Okay. I want to. I'm. I'm correcting you. Are we going to get the? Yes, we're getting the actual. Tony, let's go to the pronunciation guide. I'm saying you are wrong. I'm going to say. You can say vapid, and you can say vapid. No, listen up. Vapid. Vapid. Oh, vapid. There's. You can say vapid as well. No, you can't. All right. What's the word down there when you pluralize it, or you you talk about it? Vapidity. Vapidity. What, what is it? Let's see. Vapidity. Vapidity. Vapidity, not so, vapidity. Vapidity. So that's why it's vapid. You say vapid, oh, I say vapid. Here, you say tomato, tomato, I say tomato. I'm going to slow it down for you. Let's slow it down because it's, it's a two-syllable word. Can you put it in the form of a sentence? Right. Yes. What's the origin, please? <laughs> vapid. 
Just say it one more vapid. time. One more time. You're right. Vapid. Vapid. I apologize. I was wrong. Now. At least I don't call the word B A N A L. Now, can you put a B A N A L up there, right there, Robin? And this is because I, I, we are playing I'm this. I, I want to thank AOC. you for correcting me. We are we are playing this for AOC. AOC, who, who has who no said, idea what she's talking about, but is a, it should be the vice president was, of the United States. This was actually during the coronavirus update where she was telling people not to touch their face, and she was touching her face like mm-hmm. every at, three at, like, seconds. Like the 50 people we played mm-hmm. from all different walks of life who are supposed to be elected officials and know better, but not she, just AOC. She started off saying, I know this is kind of banal. Banal. And, this, I, and she said banal. She said Not banal. anal. No. no, and I had to listen to it three times because... There, she could have said, I know that this is anal to keep saying this over right. and over again. But no, she was saying banal. I know this is banal to say this because she was going a different direction. But I felt like doing this for her as well. Banal. Banal. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Let's do, it, let's do it banal. slowly. Banal. 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 It's banal. I knew it was banal. Yes, we did. But I'm not a congressperson. And thank God I'm not. I'm hungry. That's so out of left field. I know, but I kind of am. I'm just kind of hungry. You say tomato. What do you say? Is it clamato or clamato? I say <laughs> tomato. 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 Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Whatever. That one can be said two, white, two different ways. There are certain ones that can't. No. Right, we got another but great tomato, story, tomato. though. We got a great story. We got a Florida update. Oh, boy. This is a great Florida update, too. You're really going to love this, Luigi. Uh, really? Now we're going to laugh. Yes. Let's get back to laughing again. Let's get back to because this Florida update is both sad and funny at the same time. I'm going to title this one Open <laughs> Wide and Hold Say on. Ouch. Uno, uno momento, por favor. i got to play the theme song at least, though, Robin. Down to Florida. We welcome you to Space. the Sunshine State. The kicking back and soaking up the rays. Every day in Florida. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, not a day goes by. And I don't mean Dago like an Italian. Right. I usually call them grease balls. You right. can call them Dago, Wop, whatever you want, Guinea. What else? Just don't call me late for dinner. Exactly right. Stunad. Whatever you want. I'm not going to go on Twitter and yell at you and call your names. Not to your face, at least. Exactly. But ladies and gentlemen. Tony, Tony, hang on. We Robin, little... I, I, I know how to vamp. Okay. It's V-A-M-P. Vamp. Which also stands for vampire or vampirella. Vampirella. Vampire. Is it vampire? Could it be vampire? No, it's... it's uh... What was the guy's name who had the pan flute? The what? The pan flute? Yeah, Zamfir. Yeah, Zamfir. Zamfir. The same thing as a skin flute? Same thing. Except Similar. The, yeah, it's very close. Same but different. <laughs> Different, different tone depending on where you blow into it. I hear you. So you get a different uh, pitch. Like a fucking pitch. So anyway, we've been telling you it? stories over the years on this program in various incarnations and reincarnations about shit that goes on in Florida. There's even a Florida Man radio station where they just fire the morning guy. That just shows you even in Florida Man where you're making fun of Florida stupid stuff, they have problems with their radio stations. It's a running theme. So... Remember the story we did about a young guy who pretended to be a doctor in yes, Florida? Yes, And then he got nailed? Yep. And then a couple months later, he went back and started pretending he was a doctor he was again? again, yeah. Doctor, yes. Doctor. The guy, like three or four times, the guy got arrested for posing as a doctor. 
He had patients and everything coming in. Oh, yeah. Then they arrested him. They let him out on bond. And, and he, he went, and he he went back again. and reopens his office. But well, he didn't take Medicare, though, so people were really pissed oh, off. Oh, shit. <laughs> so not to be left behind, we have another story of, uh, let's go down to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Hello, where all the Florida Panthers go to die and then move on to other teams. Where, Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, where Jose Vicente was arrested for impersonating a dentist. Now it's a dentist. First it was yes. doctors. He's an anti-dentist. He was he impersonated a dentist back in 2009, and then he did it again. He well, here's the weird part. Again. Before you continue, Robin, you know, you can pretend to be a doctor. All you're going to do is get the stethoscope. If you were to pretend to be a dentist, you really have to be full of crap yeah, or do. know what you're doing. People are coming into a guy thinking he's a dentist. He has no dental background, and all of a sudden, he's, he's, he's in his... Well, you know why people become dentists, ma- right? Why? It's very filling. Oh! oh! But seriously, well, <laughs> before so- you can even go into somebody's mouth, which I would never do... Right. You got to think that you know what you're doing when you get out the little things that exactly. stick him in you your really mouth, hurt somebody in and there, then you man. get out the anesthesia needle, right? And you do it. So continue, I mean, Rob. So, so he was arrested again on the same charges that he was arrested back in 2009. So they get him in 2009 for yeah. being a fake dentist. Um, but in the 2009 re- uh, arrest report, he was also arrested uh, and charged of practicing without a, lic- without a license in 1998. So this wow. is actually his third charge. Three times yeah. this guy's hiring now, this man. N- nobody's he hiring him. He his own practice. He has his own practice. You read an office and you say, Joe blows dentistry. But um, we actually, we did some research and we found footage is he any good? of him, shorts right now. I'm just of him actually practicing... Um, and, and, but no, I mean, give us the latest. So, so what happens to him now on the third time? Is he out or does he get released on bond if he comes to Philadelphia and DA Larry Crafter no, gives us his own office? He's right. being held at the Duval County Jail, and he's being held on $75,000 bond. That's a lot of dental work I right know, there, I know, man. That's a lot of dental I probably work. have spent that in my mouth over the, my lifetime. But um, they, they sent an officer in undercover to complain about a tooth problem, and he was wearing a wire. And um, while was this in Baltimore or Florida? This was in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. See, see, it's a wire joke. Uh, the wire was based in Baltimore. So, Hello. Um, I got the root of the joke. He pleaded no contest, <laughs> but he had almost a hundred pages of appointment logs, names, amount of money that he charged. So wait, but this guy had to at least have had some kind of basic dental knowledge. You don't get a hundred appointments have, in when you don't know what the hell you're right, doing. Exactly. Right? I have basic ne- dental knowledge. I mean, yeah, you tie a thing around your tooth, you put it on a doorknob, <laughs> and you slam the door and you pull it out. But it's let- he was able to brace all this together. Oh now, man, you gotta! I gotta give Luigi. Wait, I gotta stop this right now. Give him a roaring round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Four but Tony, Robert, Tony, can you bring my machine up, please? I Thank have. You. It's four I have video. I did research, and I. They actually had an undercover camera. Well, he was wearing a wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I found the other undercover camera of him uh, working in his shop, in his home practice. And I know this might be disturbing to people, but um, so if you if you are disturbed oh, by drills yeah. and things like that, nope, then out. you might want to step away. But this is this is him practicing his dentistry. Let's go to the tape. Temperament's wrong for the priesthood, and teaching would suit you still less. 
Great Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors. Remember that movie? I saw Steve Martin and Martin Short at the uh, at the Man. I know. Oh, Remember that? Remember that show fantastic. I went to? The, the Two Man Show. That was the best. Love Steve Martin. So there you have it, folks. There was uh, Vincente Vincenti or whatever his name is practicing live on camera. <sighs> that was funny stuff. That was good stuff. See, that's deep thinking. See, that's preparation. You don't just pull Little Shop of Horrors out of your ass just like that. Well, I did. Well, because when we're thinking like of musical, so, I like no, the whole musical. No, it's a, it's a funny. I haven't it's seen great. it in a long it's time. Great. Feed me Seymour. Feed, Feed me Seymour. And it, you know, it's a cult film, and it used to be on like every Friday night. Mm-hmm. They had Rocky Horror Picture Show yep. and Little Shop of Horrors. They were both in that same era of you know funny uh, musicals based on dark, crazy, yeah. stupid stuff. Love that stuff. Those are the kinds of musicals I liked. Not Les Mis. If I want to see miserable people, I just go outside and go on Twitter and look exactly. at miserable That's people. Exactly, You want to talk about Les Miserables. Right. Everybody on Twitter is a Les Miserables. Sons of bitches. I mean, man. But it's great. And, and that's, that's fun stuff. No, Feed Me Seymour was not one of Seymour Butts' best films. That was not in there. You get it? Feed Me it was Seymour Butts? Feed I actually know Seymour Butts. Did you know that, that dude? No. Yes. Really? Yeah. Come on, Robin. Seymour Butts. Yeah. This is not how Deep Throat started. Come on. What, what's all That's the not, filthy-minded on, people man. here? Rinse it out. 91 Sixers says, I prefer Colon Exam, the musical. The colon Exam, the musical. I could actually write that musical it's and been, sing a few yeah, tunes. I, I heard it's very deep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, Luigi, you're full of them. See what happens when I'm out of anxiety medication? <laughs> and awake. Dare I say, in fuego in today, fuego. ladies and gentlemen. The phone. The phone is ringing. Two one five So the interesting thing is, so Robin and I are going through this. I said she finds the guy in the, in, in Florida for our Florida update. Just showing you the, the thought process that goes into the show. Sure. We're not just throwing shit against the wall here. Well, a lot of times we are. There's that stuff in between. But we do have a basic premise for the show. And that is to find funny stories, things we can laugh with. For example, when I thought of a dentist, the first thing I thought of is the scene. 
with uh, the one where is it safe? Is it safe? The um, running, not the Running Man. No, um, I, I know that. Like Sir Lawrence I can, Olivier. I can picture it, but I, what was the movie? Sir Lawrence Olivier is the dentist. He's a torture guy. And then it was a young uh, Dustin Hoffman. Um, not Running Man. Was it Running Man? No, it was something like that. Yeah. Um, Running Man was the one with the, the d- dude from uh, the guy who hosted the Family Feud when it was really, really the best. Oh. Um, the guy who kissed all the women yeah, and stuff. Yeah. How, how, how do you forget his name? Because I can't remember. Um, Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Yes, Richard Dawson. How come I'm the old guy here and I'm the one who always has to pull shit out of my ass? Yeah, because and I, neither I, you or Robin can think of any of these damn people. What are you talking about, man? We do think of these people. I had it in my head. Marathon I stick, man. Thank you. see you. the stick, Mike? Marathon yeah. man. That's my Tinder handle, by the way. Um, we have the official archivist of the show. Jim! Jim from Cheltenham? On the show. And he was, he, because we had the fabulous Jason Martinez on the show yesterday. Yes. It reminded him of something and he pulled a special audio tape. Jim, go ahead. Jim? Tony? How are you, Jim? How you doing, Tony? Jim, are you back on the flyer bandwagon? Or are you one of those I've real... I've never been off the flyer bandwagon. Exactly. That's my point. Everybody's now, oh, you're back on the bandwagon now. You that's know me, I have more ba- flyers that's... audio than anybody. Exactly. The, the bandwagon happens in every city in e- with every team. Check when... in and check out. Yeah, exactly. When your team sucks... Are you going to watch the team? Yes, I still watch the Flyers when they sucked. I still watch the Sixers when they sucked. I lived through the 9-73 and 73 season, and the guy, I was the guy who dubbed Fred Carter the best player on the worst team in NBA history. That's, I remember that. Remember that? And I used to, when I had, Fred and I were working at ESPN together, I would introduce him. And that moniker stuck. The best player on the worst team in NBA history, Fred Carter. And he was a great player. Well, yeah, Jason on yesterday's show... Talking hockey. And this is when you're, you're both working at the station. They had a trivia contest for all the hosts on the station. Yep. And they, they gave you gave you five questions and a bonus question, and you got all of them right, and you ended up winning the contest. Yeah, oh. because... And Miss Anelli was And Miss Anelli was so And some better people were on the stage and said you were cheating and all that. Yeah, stuff. Mike was saying that. Do we have the tape of that, the actual tape? Yeah, we had the tape of all the questions he asked. Oh, this is great. Now, again, we had a show called, uh, what was it? I didn't remember what the name of the contest was. We were well, this pit- was a separate contest on the radio station. Yeah, it was no. a contest on the radio station between hosts, and yeah. they would ask questions, and so what, they would ask this host the same series of questions, but one host would be in the back room, and they couldn't hear the answers. Okay. Right. Okay. And you brought Lily in on your lap. To, I had the yeah. cat Lily in the studio with me in a separate room. Was this like 21? Like no, it's like show. all these game shows, right. you know, where they put the person in a soundproof room, yeah. and then and they ask the questions. I mean, there's, there's, there's these a shows. bunch of people. So, so the studio has this uh, sofa on the outside in front of glass. Yeah, I know. So it's it. soundproof, I right? And there was a bunch of people sitting on the sofa watching what's going on in the studio, and the other hosts were in a different studio in a soundproofing so they wouldn't be able to hear what's going on. And somehow or another, Miss Anelli accused me of giving Tony signs Sitting on the this sofa. This is way before the Astros were stealing signs. Right, way Robin, they're banging on trash cans. <laughs> Robin was banging on trash cans. She was like flipping the bird. Yeah. Right. And then Mike thought I, I was. I, I got a. Even Dean, Dean was listening, and he starts texting me, and I had, I had to turn my phone off because you know you pick up a phone, you're thinking somebody's feeding you. In. Louis, he, Dean didn't know the answers to the questions because they hadn't even been asked, and it was on delay. Right. So anyway, let's. I had to set it up yes. first, Jim. So now okay. I didn't this, know this, this tape this existed. In, uh, the summer of 2013. Let's go back, back, back into time. Seven okay. Years ago today. This was right in the middle of the tank era, right? 2013? Just started. That was the one tank part two electric boogaloo was starting. 
Let's go to the tape, Jim. We have the tape now. This is yesterday. Is this just my? I don't know how they put this together. Is this just my this performance? Is, yes, it's your performance. But this is edited now. This isn't even in its entirety. And the entirety would only take like thirty seconds. Let's go to the tape. 60 seconds starts right now. In the 1989 All-Star Game, two sports star Bo Jackson hit a leadoff home run. What is Bo Jackson's real first name? Vincent Bo Jackson. This past weekend, what musician was riding his bike in Hershey and was stranded on the road only to be picked up by one of his fans and driven to his own concert? Come on, dude. It's Dave Matthews, man. With Ron Hextall back with the Flyers, how many goals did Hextall score with the Flyers? Two. What is the first name of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's daughter? Northwest. See, I, have I passed once? I'm going to do this in 20 seconds or less. What school was Chip Kelly a coach at immediately before becoming the coach at Oregon? New Hampshire. Are you kidding me? Those are the questions? Those are your five questions, Tony. Nice do I get work. a bonus question now in case there's a tie? Yeah, we got to still ask the bonus question. Where's the damn bonus this, question, this Martinez? This is a numerical question, Okay. Tony. How many consecutive regular season games did the Phillies sell out? Oh, I should know this. Ended last August 6, 2012. Uh, 237. Okay. I'm going to guess. I don't know if that's exact, but it's ballpark. All right. We will give you, we'll tell you if your answers are right when everybody's together. I know my answers are right. Well, you feel confident. That's good for you. <laughs> There you go, Tony. And and the after and I know the one question that I got that Miss Nelly didn't got get and he pissed him off. Yeah. I was asked the name of President Obama's two daughters, and I immediately no. said Sasha and Malia. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And then Miss Nelly was at Mister Woke Miss Nelly. I'm down with the with the neighborhood. Didn't know the answers of President Obama's daughters, and then he accused me of getting help with that. What I immediately, as soon as I was asked the question, not knowing what the question was going to be, said Sasha and Malia. But he's the woke guy. And I kicked his ass, by the way. I destroyed him in that contest, and he he was bitter and broken from that (laughs) moment on. And the baseball question about the Phillies is, the sellouts was two fifty nine. You were twenty off. Yeah, but wow. I was under. I didn't go after the. I didn't go. No, after it was, the, it was, your twenty is pretty close. It is pretty damn. That's good enough for government work. I would have yeah, got a, a government job, lifetime appointment, with no uh, no chance of being fired. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. I don't brag a lot, you know. I don't pat myself on the back, but I was damn good during that contest. Yeah, you were rattling yeah, you were. off, brother. And you were even so confident that you were talking over your time, knowing that you would maybe run out of time, but you... Yeah, I mean, I, it was a 60-second clock. And, you know, a lot of times you see people on game shows, and they're like, oh, my God. Especially, like, at the, on uh, the Family Feud at the end when the yeah. people go up there. The five questions they got to get The five asked. questions. And they, and they, they come up, they, but they come up too fast with yeah. a really bad answer, and it goes. Take a second and breathe. Breathe a little bit. Let it breathe. Right. Uh, Tony, you were right. The best, uh, one of the best um, cartoons, cat cartoons, was Top Cat. Oh, I love Top Cat. I love my favorite cartoon of all time. Because he was a rich guy, you know. He like, but he was also a cheap bastard. He's like a lot of rich people. I'll never forget on Family Feud when, when Steve Harvey said, "Name something that starts with pork," and the guy said, "Cupine." <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. Pork cupine. <laughs> That's good that you have that, Jim. That, by the way, the other voice in there was the great Joe Eunice. Yep. Yes. Joe Eunice was the producer. And by the way, Joe Eunice is remote. He's still active. Yeah, he's active, but he's a dick. Yeah. I just wanted to know. I may block Joe Eunice's remote. I used to like the guy, but now he's just another sensitive pansy. 
And then I later that week, that. you had Sal on. Sal Pal? Sal, Sal said, no, don't tell us to miss Ellie, but this is my favorite show in the station. Exactly right. <laughs> and then Sal was banned from the station for at least three years. Yeah. Before Mike allowed him back into the building. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't spitting chiclets. I was spitting knowledge. And don't you forget it, Luigi, because that's the era where you were growing up, and I was weaning you without you even realizing it, understanding what it's all about, because that's what it's all about. Well, Jim, thank you once again for coming uh, in uh, with a fabulous I listen to every day, and if I hear something, I, I can come back the next day and play. I play it. Well, thank no, you, Jim. Wait, wait, now, wait, do you, have, I, no, let me ask Jim a question first. Do you like the balance? Because, again, I don't like to do politics, but we're in a presidential election year. And so when a, when a candidate bails out, if I ignore it, that just shows you that I don't know. I don't do a whole hour on no. uh, who the candidates are. If you don't get up and say, you know, uh, Mike Bloomberg bailed out or Elizabeth Warren bailed out, then you really don't care about anything other than sports. And so that's something you have to mention because it's important, but we do it with humor. We're not calling Elizabeth Warren names, although, we, you know, we played Native American music. We did play one of the greatest songs of all time. Content. Yeah. Tan- uh, no, it's called uh, Kimosabi. Kimosabi. Jump on. Jump on it. And I did a little dance. Yeah. And Robin even got up. I and, mean, of course, the new show on Twitch is very good. Your old, your old, your old partner's on at 5 o'clock now on Twitch. The I great know. Josh Innes, yes. Excellent. Yes, yes. Uh, last two shows, last two days have been excellent shows. Fantastic. Exactly yeah, no, right. We're great happy combination, one. you two back-to-back almost. No, it's fun. And you know why? Because I was probably the first. Now, the Sports Hub in Boston did their, does their television component on Twitch. And they do their radio show up in Boston, a great radio support station up there. They were using a local TV product, but then they went to Twitch. And so they're happy with it because I talked to the program director last week. Remember when we were up at the uh, convention? Mm-hmm. And program he director said, heaven up there, boy. Yeah, all the program directors <laughs> were there. Even Spike Eskin was there. Yeah, he we was. Were. And he was, he, was, he was a decent human being when I met He's him. He's always a great guy. I don't have any problems with these people no. personally. I don't have a problem with anybody. Anybody. Pretty much because I've worked with everybody exactly. that's ever been in this business. Exactly. You work long enough, you work with them all the time. But I, I actually have a knowledge question for Jim. For Jim? Well, Jim has phenomenal I knowledge. To, I need to, how do you keep track of everything? When you record a show, do you make notes as to what was talked about? Uh, so is, well, what actually I do, I, I look, we start, this is 2020, so I, so here's something I like, I'll cut it out, I'll put Bruno 1 2020, and I and then when the season, when the calendar year is over, I do the tape of the best of Bruno 2020, 2019, you know. We have all those discs, too, because Jim always makes the discs. So I, I get the, the best at the end of the season. I'll edit everything down. I just, I just cut the ones I want out, and then I edit it down at the end of the calendar year. Like I do, I've been doing it since, I guess, 2005, you know, the best of Bruno 2005, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You know, you know we're going to have to bring back Columbia House. And do late night. A penny up for a penny? Or you know how they have, like, late night? They'll have, like, a real old rock and roll guy. Like, yeah. We'll just play the hits. They'll have, like, Bobby Rydell come on your TV set, like, midnight well, on one of the UHF channels. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, how about let's go back to 1955 for this classic. And then they play the songs. And it's what it's not Columbia House. That's where you used to have get, like, 1,000 CDs for, for a penny. penny. And then they'd have to sell you CDs you didn't want every month after that. Remember that? Yep. They, they still oh, yeah. their tapes. How many copies of Blind Melon I had? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cassette tapes, Tony. Cassette That's tapes. And then they had, they had records, and then they had DVDs. Fairweather Mars, BMG. 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 No, but there's a company that does all of these. Some, something music. They're all, they're all done by the same company. 
They do these infomercials, and they bring in, yeah, I don't you know, former recording artists, you and know then they play the do? songs. Yes. We should get the entire collection from Jim. Yes, the best of Bruno. Best no, 911 Singer says, can I buy it now? Then, That's what I call Bruno. <laughs> yes. And then, we, and then we'll load them on your podcast. And then, we'll give, and then we'll put them up for sale, and part of the proceeds will go to charity. Half of the proceeds will go to Jim. We're going to make a business deal right here on the air. Because you've done all this work, and you put these compilations together. And it's not easy to put together compilations. No, it's, it's, a, it's work, but I like doing it. Some, you know, it's a lot of work for a lot of people. For me, it's, you know, I, when I'm in my studio, I'm just locked in for maybe two, three, four hours. I don't care because I enjoy doing it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I enjoy doing it. It's, some, it's a lot of work, but it's, I enjoy doing it. It is a lot of work. Now, how many years of the best of do you have now in the I collection? I started in 2005. So you have 15 now, years? I have little pieces before that, but, right. but the... The best of, I've been doing five, six, from five to, well, starting 20 now. So you because have you do. You have old, even older stuff of Tony's that go well. Well, that's why like that. just things I've got. And there's other fans that have sent me stuff through the, send me stuff. They're starting to send me stuff, people around the country. And you know what's interesting? So we can have the 15, 15 CD collection. Yeah. And then a separate collection with just, you know. essential, Bruno. No, the extra stuff, you know, the the deleted scenes. Kind of like the Johnny Carson type. Like all of my outtakes on a separate. If you buy this right now, we will throw in a separate Tony Bruno's greatest outtakes. All you have to do is pay shipping and handling. Separate shipping and handling, right. No, we'll throw that in. 15 discs for what? What do you think 15 discs are worth right now? If you were to put this up on KTEL Records. Or uh, KTEL was another one. And then the Columbia, Columbia Just House. Just $19.99. Hell no. $19.99 <laughs> for 15 years of greatness? Who buys CDs anymore? Where else well, are you going to play them? That's what Howard Stern does. He saves all his shows. And now he does that on their, his second network. That, and, uh, and we're going to do it for the hipsters. Howard Stern, 101, 102. Yeah. The, and, the, and the hipsters now who are buying record players after Joe Biden was telling everybody to go play the record players at night. They're getting them on vinyl now. So if you're a hipster... And now the hipsters are into vinyl. Both my kids have. Yeah, everybody players. wants a record player and vinyl twelve inches. I know a lot of girls who want twelve inches. Oh, I kept all I my vinyl. Provide them that much uh, lately. I kept all my. Uh, I have all my old pl- um, uh, long playing albums. Look, how many? How many years is it? Fifteen. You have, so you have fifteen individual. CD, best wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a, CD wait a minute. Will cost thirty nine cents. That's how Let's much see if you were paying attention. What does LP stand for? Long playing no, album. No, uh, what was that again, Jim? Long playing album. Damn exactly it. Right. I was actually asking Luigi because I didn't okay. know if he was paying okay. attention. I'm looking up cost of CDs. I'm trying to shape, <laughs> shape this thing up. And, so. and, by the way, if you order the entire 15-CD collection and the bonus Tony's Outtake separate tape, you will get, at no additional charge, the best of Dean's radio calls yes. in the 15 years he's been calling. We're blowing it out this hour. We're blowing it out. Tony, I'll tell you what. I, we, got, we got a shipment of these things in here. They're going fast. $49.99 out the door. No, no. You yes, can't. No, out that's the way. door. That is not. That it's is. 39 cents a CD. But that, that, you don't count the cost of the CD. I understand. But it's the what's market, on what is, the CD. The this, if you tried to make this collection yourself, it would cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Jim. How many tracks per per CD? It depends how long. Sometimes uh, some tracks are like seven minutes, eight minutes, ten, fifteen. You know, usually, how, like how many hours is on one CD, on average? You can get on a CD an hour and twenty minutes. Where else are you going to get an an hour and twenty minutes of the greatest radio bits from the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and today? 
man. I may have to get Wilt Van Jack's dead so I can't get him. Maybe I get Bobby Rydell to do it. You know what I'm going to do? You know, at late at night, I'm flipping around. There's all these channels with like all these home shopping. You know how many shopping channels there are now? There's like 50 of them. There's like two channels where they're just selling diamonds. They got a turntable mm-hmm. and a microphone. And they're selling all these hideous-looking diamonds. Right, Robin? The Gem Network. Oh, my god! And then there's the Jewelry Network. I'm in the kitchen Tony, with David guy. Tony, was so, Tony <laughs> was so zoned out one night, actually two nights in a row, where he actually watched the Gem Network for probably an hour. I watched 10 hours of QVC. An hour. And I'm like, Tony, why are you watching this? He goes, I don't know. I, was, I watched I so know. much QVC, I tried to buy gas on Easy Pay. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> I, was, I was looking. I'm, watch, I'm mesmerized. Because it's just like a double turntable. Yeah. You know, like you see in a bakery where it's you have the... It's all shiny. You know, you have the little turntable and you have like the it pie. so good, yeah. And then on the bottom you have the cookies and it just keeps turning around. And these guys... And there were a couple guys with one camera in a stupid studio with a light on this and every single ring on there. And it's like, everything on the table is going to be twenty nine ninety five, three grand for some of the most hideous... But, you know, to other people, they may like it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like... People are paying three grand for this without even knowing what it is? Would you buy jewelry online? I mean, on a TV show? Hell no. Beautiful. No, that's a great idea. I think we should get, we should buy a a late night public access channel. You know, you see all these these crappy shows where people like, they don't even have it mic'd up properly. You see these shows on these public access channels. And it's like people singing and there's not even a microphone. And no lighting. And they pay to pay to be on there. I'm like, why are you even paying? Nobody's watching this crap. I think there should be a Tony Bruno late night shopping channel. Now the penguin what are you AZ. Sell? She had a storage unit? I'll sell the storage unit. The unit's penguin stuff. AZ, not Finger Hunt, Finger Hut. Don't don't knock Finger Hut. I love that Finger magazine. Mm-hmm. Not Mike Hunt. I know him. <laughs> we should make a deal with YouTube. That's what you should do. Yeah, we should have our own channel. The Tony Bruno channel on YouTube. We have the Tony Bruno channel on YouTube. But, 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 but none of my stuff they have on there. We need. Hey, I, I just see how great ideas develop. Because I'm talking about we have all this stuff, right, that we don't need. You just put it up on the Tony Bruno Shopping Network, the TBSN. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like eBay, but we'll sell your shit live on stage. Exactly. For you. And then we'll take calls, and they'll get a little old lady, and you know, from in the middle, like from Iowa, who call it. And Tony, everybody that buys. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. I right. really would like to buy that. I, like, I love the oven mitts that you haven't used before, and they're still sitting there. How much can I? I'm willing to pay $5 for those, Tony. The Bruno Mall, yes. Yes. And if you buy now, we'll throw in an item, a random item from the Bruno uh, storage unit. Yeah. Yeah, and then we bring out a box. We don't tell you what's in it. It's like Storage Wars. We'll bring out the box, not knowing what's in it, and then we'll put that up on the rotating turntable on the Tony Bruno Shopping Network, and then you bid on it, not knowing what the contents are. Yes. How great is that, Jim? That'd be great. (laughs) AJ in San Antonio, shit you don't need? That's called goodwill. No, we do give to goodwill. We have so many receipts. Robin and I literally have gone to goodwill five times in 2019, every time we bring boxes of stuff, yeah. and then they give you. Then the good thing you go to the computer screen and you you type in yourself, you know, clothing, shoes, and uh, we are going to be sex going toys. Here again, they have so all the categories lined up: dildos. You just put in one or two, and then you do that, and then they give you a receipt. So when you claim it on charity and your taxes, right, you get the write-off. Hey Jim, thank you again for uh, any time that can help you. Let me know. Awesome. There he is. Like, put your him. hands together, a man who's making the Tony Bruno Shopping Channel possible. And, you know, I'm up till 2 in the morning anyway. Right, might as well be selling some Watching shit. that shit. 
watching people something. buy stuff that I'm saying, why the hell are they buying? And there are people addicted to that stuff. You realize that? Yes. There are people who sit on these homes. And why now, do you think Easy Pay became six easy installments? Because it makes people hooked. I'm going to have Easy E come in, and then he's going to be the guy who takes hey, all the R. payments. R.I.P., brother. R.I.P. I, I know. I'm just kidding. R.I.P. Easy. Is that it? It's a great idea, don't you think? And finally, I want to give special love today. More love. Not special K or special sauce. My new favorite university in America. What is it? Yes. I'll give you a hint. All right. Where is it? It's in the middle of America. <laughs> okay. I'll give you a hint. It down? It's where Drew Brees matriculated the football up and down the field. It's in the Big Ten. Conference Purdue. that I... It's actually it's where Bobby Knight said he was sick and tired of losing to Purdue. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to stand as one and put your hands together. In a day and age when people are promising, when kids are saddled with ridiculous student debt, $200,000 loans that they have to pay back, and they're taking all these stupid courses in college that they'll never get a job utilizing because there's no such thing as a lot of these things that exist. But Purdue University, now when schools like Temple charges, like how much, 15, 20 grand a year? 30,000. You know what Purdue University does? And this isn't some little Johnny-come-lately online school. Okay. Purdue's a pretty big program. They are doing something that's unprecedented. Let's go to your college desk. And a woman who used to be on K College's College of Musical Knowledge, Miss Robin Austin, with the update, ladies and gentlemen. Dateline, Purdue University. And you know where Purdue is, Robin? It's like in the middle of... It's in Indiana. Yeah. Purdue, Indiana. Purdue, Indiana, and the um, president of the university, Mitch Daniels, who's been the president for the last seven years, said that he has refused to raise the cost of undergrad college tuition plus fees... From $9,992. And that is the exact same number that it has stayed for the last seven years when everybody else is right. The, the equivalent to the Purdue education on average elsewhere is at least $30,000. Wow. So and we got to give him a roaring round of applause. That's yes. a hell of a job there. Now, here's I love this. So he said that one day, uh, like two years ago, he was looking at one of those college guides, you mm-hmm. know, that every kid gets, uh, that it's every senior, they're looking through it. And it said that for Purdue, the tuition and fees was 10002 cents. And he's like, that can't be right. I called them up and I said, no, there's a mistake. You have the wrong number. And they said, no, that's not a mistake. And he, being the president, he goes, no, I know it's a mistake. Believe me, I know that is not the right figure, and so it bugged him. He uh, he was trying to figure out. He said, know, does what, Walmart yeah. have a special price of $10.02? So he found out what happened. Apparently, the second installment on a pre-existing gym fee that got tacked on was $10 plus the $9,992 equaled $10,000. And two cents. So he went to the guy at the gym. He said, who runs this gym on his campus? And he said, how's it going here? Membership's up. We're doing well, making a little profit. And he thought, okay, that's all I need to know. The next board of meetings, he repealed the fee, and it's back down to $9,992. That's a good job out of him. I got to give him a roaring round of applause. You know, I'm not a Big Ten guy. I mean, I don't root against Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, all the Big Ten schools. Right. But that's special. That, that guy deserves plaudits 
and great, not Purdue chickens or Purdue farms with the great Frank Purdue because it takes a tough man to make a tender chicken, as you well remember. Well, and here's the thing. Rest in peace, Frank Purdue. Here's the thing. Their education has not suffered. They are still considered one of the top universities. Yeah, it's a great school. Their programs are still fantastic. Nothing has suffered. You know the only thing that has? What? Is the investors. Like, they're not making Boku money off of students' backs. They're not investors. They're called donors. Donors. No, donors are giving money. We're talking – there are people that invest in colleges. They're – Almost every single university that we have in the United States now is for profit. And this university said, no, we are not going to do that. Obviously, they do make some money, but they are not jacking up fees and they're not investors and and, um, people that are making more and more and more money off of the students' backs because they know that they can ask the government for more scholarship money. That's the The other thing, when you talk about investments – a lot of these schools, Harvard, you know, all the big muckety-muck right. schools, the holier-than-thou, yeah, 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 all the Ivies, mm-hmm. the Stanfords of the world, they have endowments worth billions of dollars. I know. That's the investors. The investors are putting – and they have endowments. It's and then when kids, when kids can't get a job, you know, it's like if you promise somebody, I'm going to teach you something, and then at the end, you get, you, you get te- they give you a diploma and you can't find a job. A lot of times the student fails. But the schools never suffer the consequences of saying, give me all this money, I'm going to teach you, and then you fail. What's their, what, what standard does the school have in the game? They don't lose money. Right. They don't lose money if kids fail or kids don't get a job. Correct. If kids drop out, they don't get their money back. And so this is why I give Purdue major, major love for keeping it under $10,000. That's what people usually do when they go buy a car. I'm looking for something under, I don't want to go over ten grand. I just want to keep it under ten grand. Keep it like close to ten grand. Um, compared to there's the boosters, big... there's investors, there's donors. So I mean, there's so many things that this guy pimps. has done such sneaker a fantastic. Pimps. But according to university figures, Purdue's full-time faculty at all levels has increased, resulting in a student-teacher ratio of thirteen to one, compared to Big Ten average of more than fifteen to one. The faculty pay is up. Salary of full-time professor at Purdue is increased by 12%. I mean, like, everything that he's doing, and it's doing it without increasing tuition. And you know what this proves? It proves that schools are, are understanding that the government is now in the loan business. Mm-hmm. And the government, once the government took over student loans, they just decided they're going to, the schools yep. start. You notice all these schools start putting in beautiful oh, rock yeah. walls and all these are beautiful kitchens and they're spending all this money to try to lure kids to come to their school in the meantime all that stuff that they're building to try to show off and i don't have a problem with that but guess where that goes to it goes into tuitions and then kids have to pay for that rock wall by paying like thirty-five thousand dollars a semester to go to a school that has a nicer rock wall than the other school that the kids checked out and so. happy hours and shit Exactly. Right. Like, and so, so then, then all these kids get stuck with hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans, which, oh, by the way, you can't just say, screw it, I'm not going to pay it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 on your, it's on you for the rest of your life. Yep. Luckily, my, my, when I went to school, it was like $7,000 a year at Temple. Yeah. Now it's like 25, 30 it's grand. Nuts. It's, it's a lot nuts. of money. And that doesn't include all the uh, insurance you have to have just in case you get stabbed or shot right. when That's you go to school. Incidental. And when I went to Temple, it was really dangerous. Yeah, it was. Now it's only dangerous if you go two blocks west of Broad Street. Anything past 16th off Broad, you're like, on your it's own. Like downtown Baghdad, man. And Temple, by the way, has the second biggest police department in the state of Pennsylvania. Yep, really. The Temple University Police Force 
is only second to the Philadelphia police force. It's bigger than the entire Pittsburgh police force, yep. the Temple University police force. That's incredible. But Mexico is not going to pay for the rock wall, though. I will never make that promise. Mexico is going to pay. So for when are we going there and start selling your stuff, dude? We're going to get the. I'm going to now. We're going to have to go and put our heads together. Yep. We got to start negotiating with one of these public access channels. See how many? Because uh, there's like 16 QBC, 16. Uh, what's the other one? The two H- big ones. HCS. Yeah, Home Shopping Network HCS, QBC. There's like 15 of the each. I want one of those channels for me, and I'll sell some shit at night, late night, baby. You know what I'm saying? It'd be awesome. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. Good night, everybody. Don't touch your face either. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.